You're listening to Free Talk Live on the Vanguard News Network. Okay. Hello, Jeff. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. Actually, I'm feeling, feeling okay? Well, actually, I'm feeling better. I think I just actually picked up a common cold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and <clears throat> it could have been the babysitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's some pretty wacky stuff on uh, Jim Jones there. <laughs> yeah, the I had never heard tape. those uh, death, but you're correct uh, to emphasize the multicultural aspect. Is uh, whenever something happens, Zog tries to play it into one of its safe channels, so they'll mm-hmm. they'll say, "Oh, it's religious fundamentalist." But uh, you know, look at the, the connection to Waco and the fear of the government and, mm-hmm. and the fact that you know, and and <laughs> he's the first guy I ever heard of who went. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a door-to-door monkey salesman. <laughs> Pays well. <laughs> I can't imagine selling monkeys in Indiana. I, and, and, and I was thinking, like, God, that's a, think what a different, yeah. <laughs> in the 1950s. <laughs> Fuller Brush, no, I'm selling monkeys, man. <laughs> they are quite handy. Did you ever see the, uh, the movie that Kai Kurter mentioned, the Powers Booth movie about this? Uh, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, it was about a, the Jim Jones? Yeah. I saw. I remember seeing that when I was younger too, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a pretty good movie actually. And um, but I didn't know these tapes existed of him uh, uh, rambling on like that. It was, it was pretty obvious he was uh, his mind was pretty well fried by drugs. Uh, when you listen to the tape, you know he's slurring and and mm-hmm. so forth like this. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. And yeah, well, he felt they were going to. Uh Wipe them out. It reminded me a little of the David Koresh stuff and what mm-hmm. was the rules of engagement. If anybody hasn't seen that movie, no, I haven't. E- I haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, it's probably available on free download somewhere. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's legal or not, but uh, oh yeah, it's incredible. It's a uh, shows you what publicity-seeking buffoons the ATF are. Mm-hmm. It's running away, they run out of ammo, and they're running away with their hands up. And, and you know, this is after making the accusations of. The Davidians having all these machine, dozens of machine guns, which they they didn't, they never used, and <coughs> just kind of pitiful. But uh, yeah, that that really you really went into the uh, the multicult origins of that, and he and that point that yeah, he's trying to be. And remember, this is the same time period, isn't it? Pretty much, or maybe a few years earlier, as when you had these black power people killing not only each other, but you had mm-hmm. had them butchering hundreds of whites. Yeah. And, and Jeff, has any movie ever been made about that? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, and what, what's the movie out right now? It's uh, about a serial killer in uh, Zodiac. California. Zodiac. Now, Zodiac. Th- th- I wanted to ask you about that. There was yeah. an NPR review of it. I didn't hear it. Did they have they mentioned that this this Zodiac killer was a nigger, and this was a nigger group that was doing it? Well, was it? Well, I thought the Zodiac Killer was. Uh, oh, was I, I keep getting that mixed up with the other one. Yeah, that there, there's a book, and uh, that must be it. The, the title of it. No, I thought there were two separate things. Okay, there was something else. I thought, that, I, thought was, I might be. I might be confused. Okay, here. I thought I'm the Zodiac Killer. Let me look it up right now. Well, I'll yeah, right now. so cool we can do that with the. Uh, we'll uh, probably hit a hit a. Uh, no, see, I thought this was it was Zebra Killer. Okay, the, the Zebra one Killer, the white people. Yeah. See? But they were both in California at about the same time, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my question. Have they ever made one about the zebra killing? Zodiac was... Uh, 
was, uh, let's see, a serial killer who operated in Northern California for 10 months in the late 60s. So that's right around this Jim Jones time. He coined his name in a series of taunting letters he sent to the press until 1974, including four cryptograms, three of which have yet to be solved. So you've got two sets of murders. One is far more dramatic than the other, and which does Hollywood supposedly have to make a buck go for? Well, they go for the uh, non-political one. They now don't, they don't go for, and the, the other yeah. one is the zebra <coughs> killers were seventy-three to seventy-four, which killed sixteen people. How many did this this? Did this uh, no, they killed a hell of a lot more than that. That must be that's wiki wacky facts. Okay, they they killed. Uh, Supposedly hundreds. I don't even think they know how many they killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got the book on that, and I've read a little bit of it. Uh, but uh, the zebra murders were a number, says Wikipedia, were a number of connected murders c- committed by a black supremacist serial killer ring. Now, that's the one I mentioned on Conway and Whitman, which, of course, even they hadn't heard of being in California. Mm-hmm. They said the name of black. Well, here's one where they killed all kinds of people. It le- left at least 16 people dead, and you know, but they don't know. They were the work of the Death Angels, a group. Now, now think about that. Can't you make a movie called Death Angels? Mm-hmm. And then show uh, niggers going after whites? And the evil of, of course you could. And of course it would make a hell of a lot of money. But they won't do it for political reasons in our freest of imaginable countries. And this, so. again, is the point we wish to make again and again and again. What motivates these elites and these people in power is not exclusively money. Perhaps the foremost motivation is, in fact, political. It's not, there's no probably about it. It's certainly, their foremost motivation is political. A high number two is, second to that, but also important, is making money. But but listen, I mean, according to the, the zebra murders were the work of the Death Angels, a group within the black nationalist group, the Nation of Islam. So it's a subset of national, subsect of national Islam. And you know about how they believe that the Vlad Maxine, Black mad scientist named Jakob created the white race. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this. To attain the status of death angel, each man was expected to kill either nine white men, five white women, or four white children. Mm. And and after attaining this goal, a pair of black wings would be attached to his photograph and pinned it up in an upstairs room of a self-help building. And uh, although killing was their main goal, death angel candidates would often use machetes to torture victims over long periods. Oof. And some women were also victims of rape. So kind of reminds you of the Shannon Christian thing. Yeah, I thought that way too. Yeah, but they, they did really vicious stuff. And I've got the book, and I, I suspect it may be online somewhere. Hey, Alex, it's not easily found. For the listeners tonight, and I'm sure most of them, even though they're kind of tuned into what's going on here, they don't know about this uh, Shannon Christian murder. Could you tell them a little not. about that? Well, Shannon Christian, and we keep talking yeah, about mm-hmm. this, but you know, I don't think there can be enough attention to it. There's got to be something that sets the the agitation, lights the brush fire in people's minds. And this is a cute young couple, about 20 years old, a little older, in Tennessee. They get uh, these niggers. Oh, they attempted to carjack. Well, they got a hold of them. They got them in a house. They gang rape both of them. They cut the guy's dick off. They, I don't know if they sodomized him or not, but they sodomized her. They murdered him and threw him along the railroad tracks and tried to burn him, and they uh, ended up you know, gang-raping her for three or four days, and then they poured chemicals on her, they cut off her breasts, they tortured her, and then they sodomized her, and then they uh, murdered her too. And you haven't heard a peep out of this from Nancy Grace or Bill O'Reilly or Sean Hannity. 
or any of these let's preserve America, race doesn't matter, so-called conservatives. And this is this dovetails perfectly into what you're talking about, uh, the suicide that is racial egalitarianism. It's a socially acceptable form of suicide, just exactly as Kurt Vonnegut describes smoking. Because all we do is we pretend that the races can get along, and uh, the fact that they can is simply covered up. And whenever it comes to the public, notice that there's any behavioral differences, the, the, the media are quick to jump on it. I've got actually a good example of that. Now, Duke, North Carolina are probably the two most famous basketball teams and uh, in college basketball, and they played yesterday. And at the end of the game, when it was decided, North Carolina, which is basically a bunch of white guys, was gonna, as is Duke, actually, uh, basically North Carolina had the game in hand, was winning by like 14 with a few seconds left. And, and if anybody still has TV... They ran this on ESPN quite a bit, and this nigger jumps up with 14 seconds left, and the other guy's main main player is a guy named Hansborough, big, tall, aggressive white guy. A lot of big, tall white guys in basketball are kind of stiff, so they're not really very aggressive. This guy's aggressive. Well, the nigger jumps up, and the game's over, totally decided, nothing to go, and he just takes his forearm, just fucking rams it right through the center of his head zone and smashes him across the bridge in the nose, and that fucker was bleeding like a like a stuck pig, as they say. And uh, totally gratuitous. The minute he does this, the announcer, Billy Packers, oh, oh, it was, uh, it was unintentional. It was un- he must have said it about 200 times. Oh, he didn't intend to do that. He didn't mean to do that. He was going for the ball. His head was turning. No, it was completely intentional. Completely, a complete, total nigger-type play. And you've probably seen that if you have TV. They've been running it over and over and over. But uh, always, never will they say anything about, oh, that was, that was an exceptionally vicious, niggerish, typical thug-type behavior. And the guy was, you know, kicked out of the game, and I guess he'll be banned for another game. But my point is, this is like a, a small example of what goes on on a national racial scale where they rape and murder people. It's exactly a microcosm of the Shannon Christian thing. Blacks cannot control themselves. They will aggressively t- attack whites, even when they know that they're on camera. And it was a typical, also, it was typical of a, what Kurtz put together, that string of mm-hmm. 7-Eleven murders where whites are, and you see how often they will sucker punch people, and, and they're gutless, they're impulsive, they just don't belong among us. And these goddamn white people are making excuses for them, and that's a condition of their employment, is you have to cover up any obscene nigger behavior. You know, years ago there was a guy named Christian Leitner who played for Duke, and uh, he... Famously, ESPN called it stomped on this this black guy was on the ground. He kind of put his foot on him and pressed him a little bit. And he was kind of a hard ass and kind of a dick a little bit, but it wasn't really, you know, when you stomp something, you go like that, you know. And that's not what he did. He just kind of he kind of gave him a little kick with the bottom of his foot, right? Mm-hmm. So that was called, oh, Leitner stomped him. You know, they never talked. Oh, he stopped him. Well, they wouldn't say one fucking word about this vicious nigger basically trying to trying to break the guy's nose or knock his teeth out at the end of the game. They insisted it was always oh, unintentional. Oh, he laid the lumber on him. <laughs> the lumber. So I, huh. I'll tell you what. When we get power, we need to go straight up to Connecticut and shut down their goddamn offices and drag every single ESPN anchor out of there and all their fucking Jew assistant producers who are writing their drivel copy and just fucking hang them and cut their stomachs open and let their entrails drip onto the ground. I fucking hate them. And, and let me tell you, sports is just politics by another means. Twist what Clausewitz said. It's, it's, it is manipulated and it, it, in just the same exact way, parallel to politics, to national politics, where you have all these so-called discussions that are actually, you know, it's, it's just a frame. 
You don't debate anything real, as, as Pierce always said. And I appreciate your playing Pierce, too. It's, it's good to hear from him. And you, we, as much as anybody, carry on his line. So, But, yeah, uh, yeah sp- you can see all the same parallels in sports you can see everywhere else. Niggers suck at basketball. They are completely, they have no attention to detail whatsoever. They throw low percentage passes. A classic nigger plays. This is one reason I despise them. They're, a nigger would rather, if it gets a rebound, instead of looking for an outlet pass, Right, it will stand there and pose for an extra like 1.2 seconds until the other guys have time to retreat instead of outletting it and trying to get a quick score. Another thing niggers love to do is uh, dribble around, not pay attention where other people on the court, so they get the ball stolen from behind. A third thing niggers do, and and I've thought about this a great deal. Why is it that you see them make the same mistake? It's evidently that they lack the mentality to be able to think of two things at once completely, because say one team is down four points. Mm-hmm the end of a game, and the only way that it can not win the game is if the other team shoots a three and it fouls it on the three, and the nigger will fucking do it. <laughs> the other <laughs> team will dribble down and jump for the three, and the fucking stupid nigger will jump right into him. You know, and it, it doesn't matter whether the guy makes the shot or not. It's just, they're fucking dumb. They're, they're, you're, I always have trouble pronouncing that word. Irredeemably. Irremediably stupid, Irremediably, yeah. genetically fucking stupid, and and you can see it on the basketball court what you see everywhere else in life. So don't believe any lie that niggers are good at anything. The only advantage niggers have over whites is they are able to jump higher, and that is hugely important in basketball. But apart from that, as we've seen and as we put in the the front page of our last white patriot leader, you know whites dominate these sports. ESPN doesn't talk about boxing at all, not at all. When whites dominate it. And well, who dominates the uh, the ultimate fighting and all that stuff, and you, and and that's becoming much more popular with people. Klitschko, really, it's really going up, and the, all the the pride and the, I don't even know the different ones. I'm not into that stuff, but uh, it, it's very clearly coming on. It's kind of looks like it's going to replace uh, professional wrestling, which is so stupid that it ought to be America's national sport. I mean, it's just aimed at people with almost retarded IQs, and I mean whites as well as as niggers and the rest of them. Well, and it's it's also completely on. Online with all the uh, the multicultural agitprop, so sports is just politics by another means. But you can see every n- bit of nigger stupidity on display there as you can anywhere else. But uh, I used to enjoy baseball when I was young, and uh, years ago, uh, about maybe this will date when I stopped watching TV. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember seeing that dirty, filthy, mestizo piece of shit from the Caribbean, uh, that shortstop from I believe St. Louis, spit in the face of that umpire. Oh yeah, yeah. Who was that? Uh, I don't remember his. Uh, I remember the dude. He was like a second baseman, I think. Was, yeah, uh, second base maybe. Uh, yeah, he had, he had, he had a brother, I think, who also played. Oh, but uh, and uh, that white umpire too. And and I thought, you know, this is just. I, I couldn't I couldn't stand the game anymore. I, I would go to the uh, we have a we have a baseball team in our hometown, mm-hmm. and and you know, I'd go there, and and every fucking player would be uh, uh, barbacoa from uh, Panama or something. Yeah. And uh, and I I couldn't I couldn't stand it anymore. And this is before I really became a racialist. Well, it's <coughs> I, I, it's hard to tell what's happening there, but they've got rid of the blacks out of baseball pretty much. I mean, yeah, there's a lot, not so many. They evidently uh, they're supposed to be so strong and tough. Well, they don't make very good pitchers, and I suspect that's because you have to have some degree. It's just like quarterbacks; you have to have some degree of self control, and they just don't have it. And. Uh, there's a few of them as position players, but yeah, it's it's mostly Latin and white. Now we do get a message here from Hibernian who says, 
I have a friend uh, is a coach on a state championship team here in Ohio. Team is 100% white. Beat a 90% black team from Cincinnati to win. He mm-hmm. said the black team was yelling racial slurs at white players the sure. entire game. Yeah, that they, they, they uh, that's <laughs> absolutely par for the course. I mean, they, they it's just the ordinary stuff that goes unreported. I mean, mm-hmm. they they are uh, they're just not like we are at all, in any way, shape, or form, and it's completely hidden up. And I I heard that Packer, you know. And the, uh, and probably a lot of the people, if they have TV, have seen that replay. Just, you know, oh, he didn't mean to do it. You know, it, it, those people deserve to be garroted, mm-hmm. garroted, or however the hell you pronounce that with, word. Uh, with piano thin, wire. Thin wire around their yeah. throat and just <coughs> cut it off, make an excuse for these fucking nigger murders. Those things, put the head on, on port, put that's exactly what they're <sighs> doing. And you know what? You know how many slots there are for paid basketball in the world, there's what maybe you know a few hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, there's 35 million niggers. You can't employ them all paying, playing basketball, even if they were any good at it. So the rest of them, you know, that's all they think about. I mean, niggers either want to be basketball players, or they want to be hip hop singers or producers. That's all that they know in their little stupid world. And uh, there ain't enough room for them, and they're raised on this lie that they're equal to whites. And every official vector of society covers up for that or pretends that that's the case. We pay the cost. Ordinary whites pay the cost of that monstrous pretense. That literally murderous imposture. And, you know, I, 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 I've spoken with a few people from overseas, and you know, we talk about how we pay. And, and in a way, every white man pays for the misdeeds of these nigger... Uh, soldiers that we bring over there, it's kind of a jump sure, yeah. uh, into these foreign countries. I've seen it firsthand, yeah. And uh, and they are just animals over there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and uh, you know, they, oddly enough, in their mind, in these, particularly these Asian countries at least, where I run into these people, they refer to Americans as white. And, and they even make a little bit of a distinction between a nigger. And they don't generally call, they don't, Generally, they they stereotypically think of Americans as white, mm-hmm. and uh, and and so when they complain about these Americans over there and the niggers, uh, the niggers over there in their countries, they're leaving their little mulatto uh, uh, bastard Asian bastard kids over there. Uh, it really tars us, and not only do we have to pay for this crap in terms of this this zog military machinery, but you know, uh, you and I. Get hated by these people for doing this, and oh, uh, sure. and it, it just it's a it's a nasty situation. You know, can I uh, can I uh, tell you something that happened here? And I didn't get to this in the news roundup. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a story here, <clears throat> and I, I often wondered if James Hawthorne will hear this. Um, this is uh, from Hammond, Indiana, and again, you know, I, I scan the news for these local stories because they don't show up in um, <clears throat> in the big papers a lot of time. Uh, this is. Um, <laughs> From the Times Online, Hammond, Indiana, Vikram Booty, uh, in an online... Vikram Booty? <laughs> Come on, Jeff, give us some flavor there. Uh, Vikram Booty. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> on an on- Is he fresh out of his ashram? Ashram? <laughs> and it says in an online exhortation for someone to assassinate the president, rape the first lady, and bomb American infrastructure, uh, where political speech... Uh, anyway, he says... Uh, um, Anyway, and so he's, he has, he's in a chat room. And he says all these things, and then and federal prosecutors caught up with him, and are wanting to put him in jail. Now I don't I don't 
what he just said doesn't really bother me that much. But <coughs> anyway, but here's where he goes on. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm all for it. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'm not going to cry. Neither will I go to the funeral. I won't even send a card. And it reminded me of our crumbs cartoon. But then, then, then he said, he said, um, this is the part that really got me. He said, uh, "Go Iraqis! Uh, if G.W. Bush seeks to kill you, uh, then then you Iraqis have the right to kill George W. Bush. No problem there. It's a tit for tat for war." Um, and then he goes on to say, uh, "Go Iraqis! Fight back! Seek, kill, burn, and hang the American." This is this is where Sub Rosa is just going nuts right now. Uh, seek, kill, and yeah. burn the Americans. And this is, uh, uh, burn the Americans and British Anglo-Saxons wherever you find them. And it's kind of interesting. This guy is is a, is a, is, a, is a, probably has a lot of um, relatives in Britain. So he says, "Well, kill the British Anglo-Saxons." <laughs> you know, not not Britons, right? Because you know some of his. Uh, oh, he can start with John Derbyshire. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I was kind of thinking it was kind of a funny thing to say. You know, he could have just said Americans and British. But then again, he might have thought, you know, there's a lot of Indian British, right? And so, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what he was. Thinking. Yeah, was kill the British Anglo-Saxons. Uh-huh. <laughs> leave I the leave the non the non-white Britons alone. That's right. And there's a lot of those uh, packies, as we know, from all the murders in Oldham and, and the, the different places and beating up World War II vets and what have you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no doubt about it. So that's anyway. That was um, something else, and also yeah, what, go ahead. Oh no, we got off on that track. I was just looking at the Death Angels thing here. So, so you people who are, if we have people listening to this who are new and are not white nationalists, ask yourself, why is it they make a movie about the Zodiac Killer when they have a much more interesting series of murders committed by black nationalists against ordinary white people involving horrible terror? And well. You know, that's that's an interesting point to consider if you believe we have a free and uncontrolled media driven by the search for great profits. And and if you're able to think as, as few Americans are, you might come to conclusions rather like ours that some kind of bizarre, hostile minority political agenda is is driving things. And that's exactly right. Ordinary whites never had a problem with segregation. You have to understand two things here. Segregation and immigration, both of them were reversed by laws driven by and written by Jews. Segregation was settled law for uh, 50, essentially 50 years. I mean, it had been in place for longer than that, but it was settled law for at least 50 years, and the Jews just reversed it because they had the power to do it through twisting arms in the Supreme Court because of the, the sort of remnant of white justices on there knew that you, you can't simply make up the law as you go along. You have to refer to sentiment. It's up to the legislature to change the law. And the legislature never wanted to change it because segregation protects normal white people. Segregation is good. Segregation is normal. It's the hate-filled Jews who want to see your daughter become the next Shannon Christian who got rid of the segregation that would protect her and who smeared people in the media who would tell you these facts, and who only hire curs like John Derbyshire, who's not even an American, he's from Britain. And he agrees that he's afraid of the Jew, and he, and he, he makes the monstrous, he puts out there the monstrous lie that believing that race doesn't matter has anything to do with conservatism. No, that's not a conservative position. It's a liberal ideological position. It's an ideology. Ideologies reject facts in favor of what they want to believe should be true. But at least he admitted he's a coward, and, and I just call him a Kirby Shire. It was really something. 
it's just pitiful. And those comments by um, uh, the criticizing comment the Jew would be a bad career strategy. You know, <laughs> well, what what if the Jews need to be criticized? I mean, you're holding out your shing- you're putting up your shingle as a political analyst. Well, yeah, but I, I can't really tell you the truth about the people who are actually running things because then I might not get paid. And you know, <laughs> it's, it's just such a to me the reason I went off in the British is to me that is a quintessential British attitude is social climbing and then shitting downwards. And you saw that in his treatment of McDonald, who's far more honest mm-hmm. man than he is. And McDonald wrote about Jews truthfully. He wasn't afraid to. Whereas uh, Derbyshire, he, he kind of half-granted a couple points, but basically he didn't want to get into it at all. As he said, he was very, very nervous writing about it. And then a little chimp McConnell gives it the title of the Marks of the Anti-Semites, which makes no kind of sense any way possible. Uh, if you know what Marx wrote and what, what how Marx led uh, Jews. Uh, but... Uh, the uh, this is a, a interesting list here that uh, the uh, winter mute he he posted on this thread. Um, uh, see his name of the thread on the on the blog on the main page. Uh, Kirbyshire classic. I fear the Jews. And there's a, there's a couple great graphics on there if you haven't seen them. And and uh, I want I want to read this list of of Jewish prominent Jews that. Um, uh, let me see if I can find it now. Yeah, let me list the list of prominent Jews and in, in, in Jewish events that Dur- Kirbyshire failed to mention: the Holomador, the Soulsburgers, the Durante uh, Pulitzer, the Oligarchs, Mark Rich, Moranos, hate speech laws, hate crimes, the Polish secret police, Prague Spring, Ilya Ehrenberg, the Holocaust, uh, Vidal Sassoon, Sassoon, Rothschilds, the Boer War, the NKVD. The Wilson administrators, Felix Frankfurter, Bernard Baruch, Samuel Untermeyer, the Roosevelt mission, the Brain Trust, the character assassination of Lindbergh, uh, forcing Ford to recant, German expulsions in Eastern Europe, Bryn Friedman, um, on and on and on, uh, 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 th- these, uh, these actions by these Jews and, and, and so forth mm-hmm. that, that Kirby Shire could have brought up and mentioned, but he never did. It's I'd pr- like to mention the, the Lindbergh in mm-hmm. particular. Lindbergh was the last highly respected American really to speak out against the Jews by name as a group. And he did it in a very mild, polite, tactful way. And he represented approximately 88% of public opinion, as I think Dietrich said on, on the last FTL. And where did that end? We don't have majority rule in America. We have minority rule. And the minor- minority that rules is the Jews. And so your son dies and your wallet goes to serve the needs of Israel. And that's what you got to understand, and that's why this radio exists. And why, why Stop telling me and don't tell anybody that that's the right way to do it when it isn't the right way to do it. The right way to do it is what works. you got to define it backwards. What works is killing Jews. All right, Hezbollah is killing Jews, and they won. They won in Lebanon, at least to some extent. They put the fear into them. And the Jews know that if they do it again, the same thing will happen. And, you know, being nice and making little coded statements about Jews and trying to attract women, that's not the way to get the job done. There is not a single thing that says that that will work at all, other than make you a Republican Party. So keep that in mind. BNN is going the right way. We have the right approach. And and getting rid of the Jews, naming the Jew, describing what the Jew is doing, and defining ourselves as whites who want to live our way in our country is the right way to go. And I think increasing numbers of people are coming to realize that. You can't. You have to face the north wind directly. And the north wind is the pressure the Jews can lobby. And the pressure is going to be great whether you're facing three quarters or, or turned around 
or straight on. But it will be easiest for you if you face it straight on. That means, hey, I'm Alex Linder. I live here, and I'm opposed to the Jews. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stand and, up and, and put your chest out. Yeah, and I and say, you know, I uh, <laughs> I support this message. You know, <laughs> against the Jews. They're against me. I feel no embarrassment in being against them. They're against all of us. They're the one trying to fill your neighborhood with these these scum niggers who do things like gang rape, chant a Christian, and fill them with Mexicans who no one needs here in the first place. No one ever wanted them or voted for them to come here. And uh, at some point, people got to realize that. Okay, we've, we've got um, for years. We've got uh, two callers queued up: White uh, Kai Kerger and White Man. And uh, White Man beat him. Beat him. Uh, uh, or Kai Kerger, uh got in here first. So. Would you mind me bringing him, uh, Kai Kerger, sure, in for go a minute? Ahead. Okay, good. Here we go. Then we'll bring in, probably keep Kai Kerger in the line and bring in uh, uh, White Man in a few minutes. Do you have another guest later? Are you going to take no. calls? Or? Yeah, oh, okay. uh, I, I don't have any more guests. Next week we'll probably have uh, Robert on. But, um, no, we'll just take a few calls tonight and chit-chat a little bit. We'll probably won't go too late. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll um, see how things go. Okay, Mr. Kai Kerger. Yes, sir. What's happening out there? And I guess you're from California, right? Well, uh, no, uh, I'm from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Just you know, suburbs north of Atlanta, mm-hmm. Forsyth County, where uh, Hosea Williams and uh, he marched up here. There was a you know the KKK came up here. Well, that's always a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> Are you <from> Buckhead? <laughs> no, way north. It's about thirty miles north of that is where all the white people live. All the blacks, you know, the blacks have taken over Buckhead. We don't go oh. down there anymore. Was we, Newt Gingrich your congressman? Uh, he's Cobb County, so oh. that's that's next door. If it, you guys can read my blog, if you like, what uh, is it? It's uh, let me see. I got it right here. ForsythTimes.blogspot.com. Here, put it in the, put it in this chat window we have here. Okay. Uh, there you go. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. New Gingrich is next door in Marietta uh-huh. is Cobb County, and uh, Cumming, Georgia, is Forsyth County, mm. and then Fulton County contains Atlanta, and next door to that is DeKalb. So on my blog, I, I write, and I'll just say, you know, it's a it's a coming blog, but I'll say nearby DeKalb County has the highest syphilis rate or something. There's some story I wrote about. <laughs> they have like herpes. Herpes or something. They, they, they're they leading the nation. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in one of the top counties of all so you the... you got th- that going for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, we, we had a, uh, uh, you know, chain posted the biracial bank robbery. So I've got that story posted and, and the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pictures of the uh, two girls. That's right here where I live. Uh, the two girls were two, you know, dumb, uh, whatever, from Gwinnett County next, you know, that's on my, uh, that's right next door. And they got together with the blank, uh, with the uh, black teller <laughs> to, to rob the bank. Unfortunately, they were stoned when they did it. And they started giggling and they, they screwed it up somehow. Mm. And they got caught pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, nice looking blog here. Thank you. Yeah, I just, it's, it's the, uh, What's and the I, name of it again? Oh, here I'll send to you, Alex. It's, it, it's called Forsyth County Times, and uh, we have Excellent. a newspaper here. It's online, and I, and I reference them, but they uh, they don't print very many articles. I mean, it's it's very thin, sure. and 
And and I found this, you know, I started reading this newspaper that gets thrown in my driveway, the Forsyth Herald, and they actually have some real reporting in there. Mm-hmm. So I, I grab some stories out of there and post them, which you could never find. You could never link to it. So uh, they, they they do some real crime reporting and stuff like that. There was the uh, the seven county shooter. You know the seven county. Uh, <laughs> it's like the shooting spree these kids went on. That's covered. It's it's not all racial, but you know uh, I try not to be too crazy with it. But mm-hmm. uh, but it's. Uh, you know, when there is something racial, I do post it. Uh, we have yeah, it's funny. I see you've got uh, your top story uh, from the AP, the public enemy number one. That's not a rap group, actually. It's a white supremacist prison gang. And the AP is lately, in the last, whenever you do a word search on Arian on Google, you get all kinds of results talking about uh, white prison gangs, when in fact they are the, by far like the smallest number of inmates compared to black and Mexican gangs. But as usual, the Jew amplifies any little white problem <laughs> that it doesn't just invent out of whole cloth and minimizes the, the nigger Mexican problem, let alone the Jew problem, which is never mentioned. And apparently they, they put these guys in solitary confinement as soon as they come into prison. They, they've identified it, public enemy number one as a, uh, both an outside and now they've identified it as a prison gang. So when you come in to prison and you're part of this gang you go into solitary confinement you can't talk to anybody else but uh you know i was talking to a buddy at work that uh he's he's been all over the country and and i said you know what do they do with all the mexican gangs i mean you you could put everybody in solitary confinement but you don't have that much space but they make sure the white supremacists get in, so <laughs> they don't want sure. that getting out. <laughs> and that's another reason for people not to get tattoos. Like Eric Thompson says, it's just it's a it's a the cops love that. It's like a billboard for them. Right, and you're it's, endangering yeah, yourself. Plus, it's just low class. That used exactly. to be the attitude. People never thought tattoos and such were cool. Now they got cable shows on them, like Miami Ink. So people look fucking awful. Don't oh, get God. tattoos. It's low rent <laughs> behavior. It's stupid. It's politically inadvisable, and none of them look good. Exactly, and uh, uh, you know, you might not want to shave your head if you don't have to. <laughs> no, at least that'll grow back. But it's still, you know, you don't. But the tattoo no isn't to look to look a certain way and conform to what what bunch of idiots are telling you. You, you know, represents. Well, uh, what happened with these guys? Like they were. Uh, why it, why it became news, I think, is they were uh, stealing credit card information and they were selling it and, and funding, you know, gun deals and, and they're funding Aryan yeah. Brotherhood. And uh, the, the, what, what brought it to a head, I, I would guess, is that they started to get the, uh, the cops' information. They were getting the, uh, you know, like addresses and phone numbers and, and names of these uh, police on the gang units and they were going to go take them out. And so mm-hmm. the cops got understandably pissed off about that and uh they're fighting back now and <laughs> it's only 400 guys but uh i guess for the cops out in la they don't want 400 white guys coming to you know pick them off one at a time i guess mm-hmm. the uh maybe the mexican gangs don't do that i don't know <laughs> but well, uh, they, a lot of these are not even really political gangs they just call them that they call them white supremacists to keep the hate fresh in people's minds and the fear of organized white people. A lot of them are, are simply doing what you said, drugs and other crime. And the fact that they may be white may play in a little, but they're not really truly supremacist gangs the way that the, the Mexicans and the black gangs are, which are the right. vast majority of these things. Yeah, I remember so, seeing a, a video where they uh, 
some one of one of these prisons. It's probably in California, and they uh, they like let the gangs fight one day. <laughs> Like everybody, yeah. <laughs> all the people, all the all the cops or all the all the prison guards got out of the yard, and uh, it was supposedly like a like a mistake, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> these guys were really going at it. You know, the whole crowd's just you know? yeah. the blacks and the Mexicans mainly were were going at each other. Uh, I've got a I've got a TNB story. It's not violent, uh, but it's TNB Atlanta style, and. Uh, me and my my buddy from work went to Burger King as as we do about once every two weeks, and uh, I go to the go to the register and order from the same black girl I've been ordering from for over a year at least. I know she's been there that long, and uh, you know the bill's five eleven. Well, I only had three one dollar bills and I had a fifty and a hundred, and I thought, oh God, I'm going to give her this fifty. I hope this doesn't cause a problem. Because I kind of thought it might, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> but anyway, so I handed her the fifty, and 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 uh, she went. Uh, she said, uh, "You know, I can't." Uh, 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 and she just froze. You know, nigga, don't froze up and shit. <laughs> and she could not make change for a fifty. And so she just stared down at the register. She put the fifty in the register and just stared at it. She didn't know how much it was. Probably, probably can't count. She can't count to a fifty. She could make change for a twenty, but a fifty was that new. Looked like I got fifty fingers. She like, she she said she, and I said, "What's wrong? Well, are you okay? Are you are you hurt? Are you like, you gonna pass out? What?" And she couldn't speak. She just sat there. And then the uh, the white manager in charge came over and made the change and said, "You know, hi here, sir. Here's your change. You know, it's it's two twenties and it's and it's a four and it's some change and." Here you go. Much for the higher math. <laughs> she just she couldn't speak. She couldn't do anything except stare down at that fifty in her cash register, and that was it. I mean, if, if the white manager hadn't have been there, game over, man. <laughs> yeah, they would have had to shut down the restaurant. I mean, we can't run the <laughs> register anymore. This is it. <laughs> I guess she never. Yeah, probably couldn't count that high. Most of them are literate, so. Oh yeah, probably yeah. She was. <laughs> Nice girl, could wow. not count. But uh, I've got uh, I've got a white nationalist idea for you, uh, a money making idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll think this is amusing or uh, maybe actually a good idea. But uh, you know, you see these. I saw somebody talking about the uh, Russian brides. Hey, I'm gonna have to get oh. off here for just a second. I'll be right back. All right, go ahead and, and tell it, Jeff. You there? About those Russian brides. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you know it's Jews running this thing. You know, it's got to be. <laughs> right. The, the Jews running the, the Russian brides websites out of Russia and uh, the Ukraine. And, uh, and so I came up with an idea. I thought, uh, we, ought to run, we ought to run a scam website, and we'll do it like, uh, we'll call it subhumanmudbrides.com. <laughs> Why not run a fake one of Jews? Find pictures of Jewish women. Well, they're ugly. Yeah, and 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 say uh, you know uh, uh, you know uh, and ca- make it look, look look like this is black men looking for white women. And then, oh, okay. And then have them all uh, uh, have them all uh, uh, you know uh, like fake fake posts where black men looking for for white women and have all the white women there on the on the on the site have them be Jewish women like. Uh, 
you know, Sarah uh, Hershowitz or something, and uh, you know, things like that. You know, some, that, some somebody posted a thread on here uh, about uh, porn movie plots, and and as you know, uh, the the favorite the favorite of the of the Jewish uh, pornographers is to like uh, like Catholic schools, uh, Catholic schoolgirls. Uh, you know, have have them have them have uh, black men skirts. go in and and, and fuck uh, and fuck Jewish little Jewish girls. And uh, yeah, yeah, that is a fantasy, right? Good parallel to the priests molesting, but you never hear about the rabbis yeah. molesting kids. It's everything they do is to undercut your morals, and they will admit it. Oh, you type in rabbi crime, you get a you get a bucket full of news back on Google. It's it's unbelievable the things you know the scams that the rabbis themselves are involved in. Well, rabbi basically means criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they claim it means teacher, but it actually means criminal. It's a leader of a criminal mafia. It's like a mafia. What do you call it? A, a don. Or a don. Yeah, a don. It's not at a capo level, but it's a, it's a don essentially. I tell you something. <laughs> I didn't find it funny either, and it is kind of a funny story. But that filthy big Jew kike uh, Spielberg, and as his chain said, remember, no human has a name like Spielberg, uh, and uh, uh, he uh, he he got caught with a stolen painting in his uh, collection. Wow! Yeah, and uh, and so here, here, here it is. These these kikes are all over, uh, everywhere, uh, especially if they're German. Uh, you know, you got my painting, you got my painting. Oh yeah! And yeah, then okay. he, here it is. The big Jew himself is, has stolen art in his possession. And in fact, right. and as I said in that thread, in my opinion, every piece of art that was made by an Aryan, sculpted, painted, whatever. If it is in the possession of a Jew, it is stolen. We'll take it all back one day. <laughs> and I think that's what the Nazis figured as well. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, I've never heard a story of a Jew turning over a stolen artwork. You know, I I, I, I tell you about these websites and, and making a making a, a scam website. I mean, it, it seems unnatural to you and I. It does. <laughs> and it, and it's a, it seems like a bad thing, but the Jews do this crap all the time. I mean, they, they, they think nothing of making a scam Deception. website and, and, and stealing a few dollars from you. But uh, if we were to do such a thing, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what would we do with the money that we got? And uh, it, I'm sure you've heard of Alex Jones, and he talks about people using FM transmitters and you know, broadcasting and, and kind of, you know, the shortwave radio and things like that. Well, I looked up some of those FM transmitters, and, of course, for $70, you can get, like, 100 feet. Not not that great, but uh, for $4,000, <laughs> and it would be fun to do it with, you know, illegally gotten money. <laughs> it would be more fun, but uh, fun with, with good money, too, but... Uh, you can get these FM transmitters for like $4,000 that will reach six miles. And we could put Jeff in the center of New York City. Oh, boy. <laughs> Take on Rush Limbaugh. Driving around in New York City in a truck with an antenna on it, broadcasting for six miles through Manhattan. Everybody would hear it. It would be so much fun. <laughs> well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could take New York City. It would ha- might have to be a recorded well, broadcast. Yeah, well, I'll drive it. You, you, you send me the tape. I'll drive it around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Well, look, let's let's bring in White Man now. Let's see what it, what's on his mind. Let's see, calling in. Stay, stay on the line, Kai Carter. All right. Let's see here. Let's see what's on White Man. Okay.
Well, that that, that is kind of funny. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Stan always talks about wanting to do uh, to do uh, radio station stuff, real radio station stuff. And yeah, he, these things are portable. Mm-hmm. They got mics. They got everything. They got the antenna, the mics, the power. All you got to do is give it power, and uh, you're on you're on the air. Look, I want to introduce White Man. He's uh, going to be joining. He's going to be hosting next Wednesday's uh, Free Talk Live radio broadcast. How about that? And so, uh, what what time is that, White Man? Uh, I'm going to be starting at. Can you hear me? Uh, you're you're coming in kind of distant. Oh, okay. Uh, one second. Is that a little bit better? Or? It's like you're at the bottom of a well. Do you guys hear it that way too? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hear him. Is that a little better? Yeah, you yeah, haven't got one of those stick microphones, do you? Uh, I do. It's a USB microphone. Oh no! Tell, tell you what, I'll put. I'll get my headset on. Yeah. Um, call me back in like three minutes. Okay, we'll do. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. You good? So uh, yeah, the Stan wants to get some sort of radio broadcasting thing going on, but the internet radio is so cheap, and uh, right. and we have this uh, we have this thing now and. I like it. You know, I mean, white I listen to them. And yeah, and uh, I enjoy it. And now we can bring in uh, uh, broadcasters a lot easier. It used to be much more complicated now uh, than it, than you know. It's be much more complicated than it is now. Excuse me. And so uh, you know, we can do it. It you know, like you know, like I tell you, uh, you know, I'll tell it, you. It would just uh, be fun to uh, mm-hmm. override someone's FM broadcast station and just like on a local, just override it mm-hmm. <laughs> and just blow it out with a lot of a lot of wattage. <laughs> yeah, I like to put in Pierce. Uh, exactly. What? Well, yeah, exactly. Some well, kind of some hard hitting like a a, a Rockwell speech. Mm-hmm. Be you awesome. Know, you know, it's funny listening to the, the Rockwell. I, like I said, I've listened to practically everything I think he's ever recorded, and you know, it's, it's, there's so many things that are becoming anomalous now. And what I mean by anomalous, they just don't fit in with our time. And um, you're listening to someone back in 1962. You know, and he's absolutely flawless on the racial issue. But you know, some of these things he would, he talks about every once in a while, you know, they're just like way out of left field because they're, you know, they're dealing with people and events and and ideas that were, you know, kind of, uh, in, uh, you know, uh, current to 1962, right? And uh, the country was so different back then, and uh, and you know, he he was expecting. Uh, to, sorry to go off on Rockwell a little bit. You know, he was uh, he was expecting that, you know, the the the, the stock of the country, the, the the conservative impulse of the American people in 1962. He thought he could really rally them, and he thought that he could. He he had a plan to actually take power through elections, and that and that he thought he could um, take the majority of Americans. And of course, in 1962, the majority of Americans were uh, white Americans, were 90 plus percent. Unfortunately, you didn't yeah. have the media. Yeah, but but that's why I say. I mean, even today, even today, if you had a real FM station, it would be a mm-hmm. lot of fun to see if it worked. A nice experiment. It's, it would it, be. It, it, it would be a four thousand dollar experiment, and uh, you see if it works. You know, you go run it like where I live. Yeah, uh, and, and wake up the people here because our county is quickly turning Mexican and black and Indian and everything. They they. The Mexicans come here for the work because the the home building is is big, and uh, the blacks 
uh, I don't know, they, they don't want to be in Atlanta anymore. They come out here, and the Indians mm-hmm. come here for the educational opportunities for the kids because their schools are better, and the, you know, the Atlanta schools are all black. So, yeah, it would be fun to uh, drive around and, and broadcast a Rockwell speech now and see, you know, wake people up. Well, this and, stuff, uh, listen, folks, I'm absolutely convinced that, <coughs> excuse me, if the right person, the right uh, message could be crafted, even though, you know, we're, we're not 1962 anymore, we're not 90% of the population, <coughs> But actually, you know, this is better, actually, because now whites are under more stress than they were in 1962. And uh, I, I am absolutely convinced something could take off. And, uh, and, and, and uh, I really feel that the events are ripe, and they're ripening. And uh, it's just, um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're ripening or if, or if people are just going to kind of cocoon themselves in their house and watch their but but I, but I think uh, even the cocooning itself is a, is a is is a reaction right what I mean mm-hmm. is oh yeah yeah I mean it, it's a reaction it, it, they're, they're cocooning themselves because you can't go out of your house anymore yeah <laughs> I mean e- even though they don't they don't con- they don't consciously say you know I'm staying home in my house and watching you know reruns of the Simpsons because I can't go out because the country's so fucked up and unpleasant. <laughs> and uh, but I, but I, you know th- but that's 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 the rationale that's causing this. I try and point that out to my brother who mm-hmm. he he's a he's a banker he makes a a heck of a lot of money. He's in charge of uh, a, a, a large regional bank. He's in charge of all their commercial banking and mm-hmm. he makes a heck of a salary. You know, and he's like, well, I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> you got two white daughters. What are you talking about? You're okay. That doesn't mean anything. Well, what about tomorrow? What about what? What, what about your daughters? He's like, well, I don't want to. I, I got to go. Hey, and and who are those daughters going to be hooking up with? <laughs> exactly. Some mestizo they're, they're, filth. Exactly. They're young. You know, they're they're five or six, and 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 what are they going to do? You're, you're you're hiding in your little cocoon, and and. Only because, and you think you're better than everybody else because you make well over the average salary, but it's going to come in and get you. And 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 he just won't admit it. He, he's he's starting to come around a little bit. He's got a he's got a black employee, mm-hmm. and 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 this guy, he's like an ex NFL player, and he's like a big black guy, and he's uh, got a lot of personality, and and apparently was like a good loan generator years ago. But as soon as Glenn hired him, my brother, he uh, kind of tapered off mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has to keep like it's like this real professional uh environment but he's got to keep like writing this guy up and, and the guy just keeps going well what's he talking about man i've been trying and shit and you know you, you, you're hassling me mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, we went to lunch and i point out things like that to him that you know come on you're, you're not as uh things are not as good as you make them out to be and, and it doesn't matter if you yourself are doing okay Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 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 the whole, it's the entire environment that has to be right for us to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, what is he going to do if he wants to keep those niggers away from his white kids? What's he going to do? He's just going to have to lock them down mm-hmm. <laughs> and send them to a, I don't know where he'll send them to college <laughs> these days. But, uh, right. How's this? Oh hey, Mr. White Man. <laughs> Sorry about well, that. Well, you're coming in crystal clear. Wonderful. Yeah, you're coming in yeah, really that was good. well. That was good. 
Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I'm getting my show ready for Wednesday, so I am uh-huh. playing around with a couple little things here, and uh, my settings were all screwed up. Sorry about that. So uh, right. had to switch it around, and uh, sounds like we're all set now. Well, if you come in clear like this next uh, next Wednesday, I hope wow, I will. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I, I I might have to use the stick mic, but it okay. was sounding good on the test that uh, me and Stan did the other mm-hmm. night. So mm-hmm. it was it was sounding pretty good. So uh, hopefully it, it we'll sounds a little bit better with right now though. Oh right. yeah, it's just a little bit nicer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, yeah. The headset just it doesn't compare because uh, when you get the microphone going, you get all the ambient noise coming in too, and it's just not as clean. But but, but the, uh, uh, what about crypto anyway. though? What if she needs to call in? <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have a whole two hours with her. Yeah, it's gonna be the, great, man. Are you gonna have a landline for her? <laughs> yeah, we got one all set up. It's uh, dedicated for her. No, she. I, I don't. I don't think she'll be making appearance on my show. Um, but I, I can't take it. Guest I can't. Anyway, huh? yeah. No, she's not on the uh, roster. So, um, <laughs> but you might hey, if she wants to call in, I'll talk rele- to her. Release, dude. Remember the dude in the pink suit or the oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude with the <laughs> highlights, the pimp. <laughs> That'd be Nathaniel Abraham. The That's her <laughs> boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, no. I mean. It, Hell, if she wants to come in, call in, I'll talk. Uh, if she has anything in halfway intelligent to say, I'll, uh, uh, you know, I'll humor her for a couple minutes. But she's, good she luck. Certainly won't be taking up much of my show. Let's just say that. Um, somebody, but, somebody pointed out on the forum pretty accurately that, uh, wow, she sounds, you know, fairly reasonable on the forum, but then when you talk to her, it just all goes down the drain. Yeah, whatever. She hasn't been posted on the forum lately either, so it's which is pretty nice. It's but, probably uh, probably gone now. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, but whatever. She's yeah. Enough about her. Yeah, yeah. So what's up in Detroit? I guess we'll hear a lot about it on Wednesday, but uh, yeah, don't don't blow your material tonight. <laughs> oh right, no, I <laughs> the won't. N- the niggers still got Tuesday and. and yeah, the niggers will make more, <laughs> like Doritos <laughs> chips. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I, yeah, yeah. Between here and now, I can come up with, with enough material to cover, a, you know, five or six hour show. So it does, it's, it's not that big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous here. They got, they got, it, it, over here in Detroit, they got another, um, like a Scott Peterson type deal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I posted a thread to it in, uh, on the forum book, because I, like I said on la- the last FTL, I, I I had a password problem with my blog, so I, I won't be get be able to get on it for another couple of days. Wow! So I, I I'm not able to post there, which is why if you've been looking for updates, there hasn't been much there. So hopefully I'll be able to get on in the next couple of days. But uh, anyway, we had a we had another Scott Peterson deal here. Um, the media covered it, you know, way o- way over covered it for the first. Um, it was a she she was missing. Okay. Um, this white lady named uh, Tara Grant, you know, she's from a suburban, you know, upper middle class. Uh, she's a mother and, you know, career woman or whatever. Mm. Uh, anyway, she she was missing for, you know, a couple weeks. And obviously if somebody's missing for a couple weeks, you pretty much know that they're dead. Or the chances are pretty damn high that they are, uh, you know, dead somewhere. Um, but... Mm-hmm. So anyway, they 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 were overcovering it as usual. These these I don't know why they love to cover these missing woman cases because uh, well I, I know why they do. Because usually it ends up turning out that the husband killed the wife. Um, yeah, which is one of their favorite memes. Like the real danger is right in bed next to you. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's the evil white guy. Like it's that. evil. Yeah, really. Um, 
along the serial killer line, I got something else to say about that too. But along uh, on this story, they way oh, anyway they way overcovered it for the first you know couple weeks she was missing, and then they discovered her remains outside of the house, just like the media had hoped, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so of course they 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 started looking for the husband. The husband disappeared. Well, this shit got so blown out of proportion. I, I like I said, I posted a thread on it on um, the forum, yeah. but the front page of the local news station, the local Fox station, was nothing. I mean, it, it lists like lo- you click on the you know the local news link on the website, and it gives you you know ten say ten stories on the first page of mm-hmm. local news. They were all they were nine out of ten of them were of this Terry Grant story. Um, you know, the woman that, that died or whatever, she was missing, and then she got found. Nine out of ten on the front page. And I looked through, and so there, there's three pages, and I looked through, out of 30, out of thir- 30 stories, there were like 16 that were of this, this single event that happened. 16, wow. so that's half the stories that they put out, that this, news, <laughs> that this news station puts out, are of this woman getting killed. Uh, by her, of course, white husband. Another, like I said, another Scott Peterson type deal. But mm-hmm. I'm just so sick of this shit, man. I, I mean, and you, you just just go to my blog and look at the the gruesome, horrendous stories Where's that I post then? on there. That get one fucking, you know, one story, and then it's off off on the third page yeah. and off into oblivion. You know, and, and this and this gets a whole fucking front page. It's mm-hmm. bullshit, man. I'm I'm so sick of it. And I really wish I could get on my blog right now. It's really pissing me off. But so you, you um, got delayed for like ten, uh, ten or five days, right? I think you said. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, is that wasn't there one where they they just found some guy, the husband had cut up the wife? I can't. That, remember that's that's it. That's the one. That's the same one. Yeah, they found. They, okay. Yeah, that's exactly the same one. But uh, right. yeah, he was like missing Tara for a Grant? couple of days, and yeah, Terry yeah, Grant. Okay. Yeah, that's, I don't so know that's, if the that's national already become national because I don't even pay attention to that stuff, and I heard I heard that story somewhere today. Okay, so it is national. So day. okay, I was I was wondering because I hadn't really seen much of it in the national news. Um, but it, yeah, of course I'm sure they're covering it somewhere. The national news. Yeah, I heard but, something on that. Yeah, I mean, God, it's just it's just fucking maddening, you know. Uh, uh, th- today they I talked to my mom about it today because I was I was at work all day when my mom was home, and mm-hmm. she <laughs> she was. They were following the fucking SUV. They, I guess he was like take, getting taken to trial or something. Yeah. They were following it in a helicopter. They were fucking wow, I mean, like chasing it. Yeah, like like it was you know like that. Michael Jackson being taken to court. It's like yeah. for for fuck's sake, this shit happens all the time in Detroit. You know between niggers and they never fucking cover it. But the minute it's a white guy doing it to his his wife, it's it's. Freaking! They gotta cover it with a fucking news chopper, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's freaking maddening, man. But uh, yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, more just—I mean—in in Detroit, it's just so blatant. You know, this shit happens all the time, and it's. Uh, I heard you can't do anything but go to the airport and back if you live, you know, in the in the suburbs. <laughs> That's the only reason you're going to Detroit. No shit. The airport's <laughs> not even in a then the airport. Is in Romulus. Um, I mean, if you're gonna go through Detroit, you, you might have to go through Detroit to get to the airport. But the airport's in a decent area. Um, the airport's not in a bad spot. But no, if you're, I mean, if you're going to downtown Detroit, yeah, you're you're, you're gonna hit the you know freeways we have, which are like <laughs> they're like bunker freeways. I call them. They're like built into the ground almost, and they got you know 12 foot high walls on the side, so you can't really even see any of the city oh, when you're going downtown. What is that uh, like? Uh, cut down yeah. on the crime or? 
<laughs> Rabid niggers like jumping on your car in the middle of the freeway, trying to wash your windows. No, no, I, it's just I think it's just the way they they're engineered for some reason. They did that. Um, maybe maybe they did it so you couldn't see the city as well when you're going through. But yeah, it's yeah you, you don't want to get off anywhere, get off the freeway anywhere if you're going downtown. But uh, Atlanta's the same way. If you go, you you've got a very specific place you're going to, and and you. Mm-hmm. You drive there, and you go there, and you do your stuff, and you get the hell back in your car and get out of there. Because if you stay too long, your car is going to get broken into, or you'll be panhandled, or or worse. Uh, nothing bad's ever happened to me, but uh, it's just oh, it's a, it, we're, we're living in a fucking third world country. I mean, you hear people that go down to, like, Jamaica and shit. You know, they go to a resort, and they say, oh, oh, well, you don't want to leave the resort. You know, uh, make sure exactly. you don't leave... Make sure you don't leave the resort. Just stay in the resort, and if you have to go anywhere, make sure you, you know, you take a a, a resort a shuttle bus or a resort taxi cab. Don't 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 go outside of the resort and hire a taxi driver because you know you know what you might not know what will happen to you. <laughs> and that's there what our city. That's what our big cities have become in America. It's great, man. You can't even get off the freeway in, in a city now. It's like fucking you're living in Jamaica or one of these sort of third world countries. You know, it's exactly what it is, and it's they're right trained. Door. In Jamaica, they're trained to uh, to hate white people. Uh, you know the Bob Marley, all, all that freedom from the, you know, all that stuff. But uh, I met some Jamaicans at this company I worked for, and I, and I ran like a little warehouse, and, and two of the guys were Jamaican, and uh, oh, they hated me. Oh my God! And <laughs> yeah, they, just, they'll they'll make money off you though. Uh, they'll, they'll Solicit you to buy weed or something though if you go down there, but uh, right, I mean, that's right. that's about it. They don't they don't really care about you. Of course they do. What they don't? What the fuck does a Jamaican care about a white American? They, you know they're just as bad as the Mexicans. They, they laugh they laugh behind your back that you, they're here. You know, going to your going to your nightclubs, hitting on your white women, uh, right? Every night and you know with their shit locks, thinking they're cool, and the white women think their uh, dreadlocks are all cool and. Want to touch them and shit, you know. Um, <laughs> Want to touch their shitty hair. <laughs> That's well, that, how it is, uh, man. The bank robbery here in Cobb County, near where I live. One of the there there was one there was a teller and then there was an accomplice and the the the, the accomplice had some dreadlocks. He was kind of a greasy looking fellow, but uh, yeah. was that a, was that a nigger? Yeah, they're both blo- both black guys that. Uh, and then they entice two white girls to. I'll uh, tell you what, dude. Have you ever <laughs> met? Have you ever met anyone, uh, no nigger or white, that had dreadlocks that didn't smell like shit? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, I've never them, met. What's that? They don't wash them, right? <laughs> no, you can't. You really can't wash. Like, apparently, from what I heard, like to a point, if you have to have them in for you know months and months and months before they uh-huh. become to the point where you can get them underwater and they won't come apart. So yeah, you, they're li- they literally don't wash their ha- fucking hair for months, which means, you know, if you're gonna take a shower, you gotta cover your hair up. So I, I think most of them just don't end up not, you know, not showering and shit. But to be honest, I've never met a person with dreadlocks that didn't smell like shit. I had to work with this one when I was in high school. I worked at this grocery, like this. Uh, I worked at like Whole, Whole Foods Market. You know what that is? It's uh, like a hippie yeah. like Whole Foods. I do know. Yeah. yeah, I think I know. They, it yeah, they cater to you know. Uh, you know, pretty upper upper class areas, but they have they they attract all the hippies because mm-hmm. they're you know a Whole Food type store. 
Okay. They bring in their own like hemp uh, shopping bags and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they give <laughs> yeah. you like ten cents a bag, like off. Is that a the joke? Order. Or is that? No, man. No, that's serious. If you, <laughs> if you bring in your own bags. fucking. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you bring in your own bags, they'll give you like ten percent. But, but you know, I tell you something. Ten cents a thing off your off your uh, whole yeah. bill. But and uh, I like, can see you've yeah. been in one of those uh, white man, but. They have some pretty expensive, high-quality food in those places. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like uh, ocean, the food, the deep ocean good. salmon and all this stuff like this. Oh, their food, yeah. their food is great. It's expensive as hell. It's great. It's the fucking people that work there are, you know, just just low-class, yeah, just trash. Scummy-looking. Yeah. Well, well, I worked with this one. I, I worked there for a few months, mm-hmm. and just this one, this one white guy, fucking, you know, hippie, whatever. Man, he smelled like horrible shit. Like, he, he smelled like the worst B.O. and just, like, he crawled out of a sewer drain. And he had, I'll never forget it, he had this huge, it was literally like, a, I would say about four inches, or two inches in diameter. Like, this huge-ass dreadlock, like, mm. um, mixed in with all, it was just disturbing looking. Now, was this and, a nigger? Uh, no, this was a white oh, guy. He, he did that to his hair, huh? White guy he, did that he, to his yeah. hair? Yeah. But but that was the guy it, that, that was the that was the one that sticks out in the mind is the guy that's just stunk the worst. With Boy, I wish I could just slap. <laughs> you know, know. So, you know, well, you know. I got to tell you one time, I'm never going to do this again. And I used to be when I first started becoming into racialism, I I, I was very provocative uh, towards uh, about this, and I used to drive around town with deport illegals. And uh, and uh, my, uh, my all your hat, <laughs> and then you're also driving around with no windows on your car. Well, that's right? the problem. <laughs> and I started getting I started getting uh, uh, mestizos that would threaten me, and so I, I took it down and uh, and you know, I was by myself. You know, I can't I can't take on a whole uh, like a, oh, a, a lawn crew, right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, I can tell you some lawn stories crew. about this. But what I was going to say is uh, particularly the weed whacker is going to kick your ass, man. I particularly hate the, um, the 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 backwards baseball cap guys. And uh, one time I was up at a stoplight, a- and uh, and and I, uh, I I rolled down my window to this this seventeen year old white kid, and I said, you know, and you know, I thought I was going to ask him directions or something, and he rolled out his, and I said, you know, you look like a goddamn fool with your cap on backwards. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, the kid I've done that shit too. I've done shit like that too, man. I, I saw this. I saw this white kid, you know, and he's like, I, you could tell he had rap on in his car, you uh-huh. know. And I could see him from behind, like pulling up to the intersection, and he was all jiving and you know, moving his hands around and shit and acting like a fucking nigger oh, yeah. in his car. So I pulled up next to him and I started doing the exact same thing he was doing, you know, just mimicking him. He looks over at me and he lo- and he like looks and he, then he gets this like really sad look on his face and like looks down at the steering wheel, you know, and just like you could. Hell, he just he realized what a fucking you know idiot. How 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 fucking just stupid he looked doing the shit like that, and just you know he yeah. thought someone would would think he was cool by doing that, but you know when someone like me pulls up next to you and makes fun of you, of course. Well, fortunately for these white kids, they're cowards. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have anything to worry about. But well, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the whole funny thing about it. You know, if I had done that to a nigger, well, fuck, he probably would have followed me. To my destination, but yeah, of course, a white kid I'm not going to worry about, and you know they shouldn't be doing shit like that anyway. You know? it, it is they, very disappointing they, they to see that they need somebody to, like me to, uh, or like you to, you know, give them a little, you know, show them what they look like because I, I honestly just don't think that they even realize how stupid they look doing shit like that. Nobody knows. Do it. 
Nobody has any idea of what the hell is going on. They're they're just a victim of the. Oh, system. I know. They're just they're just and floating around and just getting their little ideas on what they should do from the Televits. But I've um, I've got uh, you know I've got a couple hundred of Browners newspapers, and before I've papered you know a subdivision. Now I just take them and I put them in like a bathroom stall where a guy can oh yeah in his own privacy of the bar. You know, can sit and, and oh, a read. bar would be a great place. Yeah, yeah. There's a spawn yeah. divots, place called Spawn Divots and Coming, where all the all the uh, bikers and that that type of crowd go. And uh, not walk in there every once in a while. I'm just go into the bathroom, put one on the little handicap rail. Yeah, you know what? You know what's awesome too. <laughs> that is, would be uh, a great place. Those stickers, yeah. man. Um, stickers. Those sti- stickers are a little bit more uh, dicey though, because yeah. uh, those well, some of them are good. Some of them are good, but you can. Uh, there's been people that have been prosecuted for them, but then again, you know, it's not illegal if you don't get caught. But um, you know, yeah, there's no it. cameras. If it's not a right, a government right. office might Jewish be a bad choice. choice. Exactly. So uh, yeah, if there's a camera pointing at you, might not want to do it because chances are it's someplace they don't want you to put stickers. But like in bar bathrooms and shit like that are the best place to put them because bars don't give oh, yeah. a fuck, really. I mean, right. unless you're being an, a dick at the bar and they know that you put it there. Yeah, you might, I know a I couple people there. that have that have happened, too, actually. They put stickers in the bathroom at the bar, and then they went out, and they were a dick in the bar, and then someone told the, <laughs> the management that they put a sticker in the bar, and the bar fucking prosecuted them. But just don't I be go, stupid I about go during it. The, you go during the day when, you know, lunchtime, when there's no drinking, and you just put it in there then. Yeah. Nobody's watching you. Yeah, they could care yeah. less. They're yeah, all exactly. bored. Yeah, nobody's going into the bathroom. Gas. I, I put them on gas pumps too. That's a good place to put them. Oh you, yeah. You, you get the ones that are like really hard to take off, like the bumper sticker kind. Man, uh-huh. those things, uh, and they don't even bother taking them off. Where do you put so, them on the gas pump? Like on the top? Like usually, there's like a little area which is like empty for mm-hmm. for I don't know what it's like the. Oh yeah, know, yeah, they, yeah. They, they have like advertisements like, or something. Yeah. Yeah, but they have like uh, it's just like a little. Usually, it's like a little black area. It's got a keyhole in it, mm-hmm. probably for like the receipt paper or something like that, and that's usually empty. I just put them on there sometimes, but uh, I I I'd like to get some for VNN actually. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Like a, yeah. or, or just a like a white power circle with a cross in the middle or something. Or yeah, you gotta have a website or something on it, on it though to like follow up. Because I, I mean, I don't want to do National Alliance ones anymore. They seem to be the only ones that really make them. Um, a couple uh, other places do. Uh, a couple of other <laughs> like white power uh, retailers. Well, you can get I guess your own printed from your local printer very easily yeah, with your yeah, own little yeah, design. Exactly. Printers are hungry for business. I went yes, to uh, I went to a Waffle House here locally, and uh, and I took a took a newspaper in there, and you know, pretending like I've re- I'm reading it. I've read it, you know, the whole thing twenty times. But having my breakfast there and uh, waiting for the right person to come along. This white guy came in with a with a ball cap on and muscular and kind of a, like a like a uh, a blue collar type of guy. And uh, to the left of me was this was this. Uh, I guess a wigger. He, he, I wasn't going to give it to him. He left, <coughs> and then the other guy came in, and finally, what you know, I got to pay my bill, and I just handed it to him. I said, "Here's a newspaper," and I walked out. You know, I just paid my bill, and he he took it. Because <laughs> you hate you stick it in somebody's face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just want <laughs> he, you to go away. He he took it, and I walked out, and I watched him through the window, and he was opening it up and reading it, and uh, so that's pretty sweet, man. You, you never know. That's that's uh, that's fu- that's I mean it's fun. 
it's not just like uh, you know political activism. It's also fun just to see people's reactions. And sh- you know, um, one, <laughs> one thing I did when I first got involved, uh, it was how, you know when you first get involved, you have that like uh, you know warrior spirit. You do you go out and change the world, you know. Um, so I did kind of something kind of stupid that was actually it, it wasn't stupid per se, but it, it kind of was. I went to uh, there's a group uh, here uh, called. Uh, by any means necessary, mm, which is communist, yeah, yeah left wing communist group, which is their big thing as affirm. They fight for they 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 want to keep affirmative action mm-hmm. the way it is. Um, anyway, were they the, were they the ones that shook up that uh, like council meeting? Yeah, yeah, they're the ones that would always go to the uh, the uh, hearings and meetings of the. Uh, Did you see the videotape of that where they went? They the whole uh, like fifty yeah. of them were so chimped out and overthrew yeah. tables and yeah yeah. yeah. And, and they're like all the way people are standing there going, uh, yeah, okay, and they're all screaming. What should we do now? Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that that's the same one. It's run by a communist. Uh, I don't know if he's a Jew. I, I believe he is. His name's Luke Massey, but mm-hmm. he's he's just a fucking punk, man. Um, I'd like to see him on the street somewhere. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, they, they were having. It was Martin Luther King Day uh, on the campus of U- University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. So I decided to go down there with my brother, and I printed out a bunch of little "Love Your Race" flyers, you know, four to a, a page. And I, I I went out to where they were having a rally, a uh, Martin Luther King rally. I, you know, it was just a random rally. It wasn't for anything necessarily, but uh, you know, they had Luke up there. He was preaching his communist fucking bullshit, his bullshit, and. Uh, uh, so me and my brother kind of like posted up right around the sidewalks around the area and just started giving these love your race flyers to these white to you know just random white people, and man they they would take it from you like you said they they would take it from you just because you shoved it in their hand and they you know exactly. just get rid of you and then you could see them walk the down shock. the street and look at it and they they would just turn back and look at me like oh my god and this, these were just these were just love your race flyers i mean it had nothing on it had, you know it had the white girl on there yeah, and it yeah, said yeah. love your race it had said nothing about you know fuck niggers or anything like that <laughs> it just said love your race and they i mean they're just like look they would look back at me just, oh my god the shock <laughs> unfortunately it was about 10 degrees that day so i i i, I cut it off early cuz i i was about to get frostbite on my face or something and uh but uh it was still fun to, just doing that around that uh <laughs> that really it I mean, it's just it's just good to do stuff like that and i think stuff like that is better than flyers because flyers uh, they can paint it they can you know the media can paint it any way they want yeah but they, they w- tend to lie about stuff too yeah and, and they just blatantly lie but the the reason i went to this martin luther king rally thing was because all the news stations were down there and i really wanted to get on the news um you know, for whatever, a couple of minutes, and at least say something, and hopefully co-op their rally, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if, unfortunately, I couldn't get anybody to go except for me and my brother. So it kind of not didn't turn out what I the way I wanted. But it was still, you know, it, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But it was still fun to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's know, nothing a little bit of else to do. And, yeah, I mean, you know, you know if, if nothing what else, what are you gonna do? Watch TV it. all day? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna sit around and watch. Um, the, Once you the, know what's going on, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, ev- everything... It, it's it's bittersweet in a way. Everything revolves around it, and your life's, you know, kind of... It, you look at everything in a different light, mm-hmm. but um, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you look at the, Isla- you know, the niggers from the Nation of Islam, and they do the same thing, and niggers in general do the same thing. Um, 
you know, they see a serial killer, like the Zodiac serial killer, the man, crazy-ass white motherfucker, you know? I mean, they, they, oh, that's yeah. exactly, exactly the way they look at everything, and it, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to take up their life, or it doesn't, it doesn't occupy any other time other than realizing that they're different from white people. And, and that's the same way it should be for us, but... Um, but you know, for us, when we make that leap, it's a lot different because we're suddenly an extremist racist. Whereas for niggers and Mexicans, you know, for La Raza, it's just uh, you know who they are. But for us, yeah, that's that's what those people do because yeah, it's all it's all you know planned out in advance that uh, we can't do that. I was in the library last Saturday with my two boys, and uh, they're they're three and five and. And I go to the kids section in the library. It's a small library, and uh, and um, you know, we're we're reading. We're, they they can't get on the computer to play games. It's busy, so we're reading books. And we read two, and then I sent you know the the older one back to get two more. And he came back with you know the Christmas story that that poem, the night before Christmas. And uh, the other one was uh, Chanukah or Hanukkah. It had this big ass menorah on the front of the book. <laughs> and uh, and I said, uh, check that one out. <laughs> So this lady, this lady, this uh, white housewife sat down next to me with her two or three kids, and, and she was reading stories. She was like a couple of feet away from me. And uh, and I looked at her, and I thought, God damn it, I'm not reading this book. You know, enough of this bullshit. They're, they're, so, they're such a tiny minority. I am not going to give credence. And I looked at my son, and I said, uh, I said, I can't read that one. And he said, why, Daddy? And I said, well, I don't like it. I, I don't, I don't, uh, that's not me. Uh, uh, there's something wrong with that. It scares me. I don't. I don't know. I don't like that symbol. It looks weird. I said, "Let's yeah. just read the re- read the Christmas story." And this white lady heard me. Oh my God! The look on her oh. face. <gasps> You're not embracing the diversity. <gasps> He's a Jew hater. Oh. She finished reading her little book, and she yanked those kids up out of there so quick and ran out of the library. I'm surprised she didn't go grab the book and say, "I'm going to read this to your kids for you." <laughs> or else I'm calling social services. Okay. <laughs> I, I swear bitch. I believe I've seen those at Kirksville here, you know, in the utter rural where there's no Jews around. I've seen Hanukkah crap and Kwanzaa crap. Uh, That's Kwanzaa about all public libraries so sad. You know, we don't have Kwanzaa anymore. I remember the uh, the Atlanta news Wait, you guys lady. have Kwanzaa? The the Atlanta news lady they they announced it's officially over the the, the black uh, female news anchor announced what yes yeah, a couple of years ago when I used to actually watch TV she, well you know local leaders have decided that Kwanzaa will no longer be celebrated and, and <laughs> really uh, yeah where where they, where are you at again Atlanta <laughs> north of Atlanta <laughs> really some new houses there <laughs> oh shit man yeah really <laughs> can I buy some land there or something <laughs> not the enough. Not enough niggers were participating, and they you know, they just couldn't get it off horrible. the ground. They That's, finally said, yeah. they said oh fuck God. it, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> Kwanzaa, what the fuck? Invented by, who, who invented Kwanzaa? Ron Marenga, who is a former, like, tortured Alex Ratchet yeah, to death, yeah. Los Angeles Davis, and, and all these other jerks. Dumped scalding water on him. Yep. Here We, we used to have Freaknik here in Atlanta. Freak, Freaknik was one yes. of the uh, black. You still do, don't you? No, no more. Oh, they shut it down, huh? That died along with Kwanzaa around Too many the same rapes. Time. Why, Too why many did rapes it die? And, uh, what, what, what was the reason it died? Uh, yeah, really. Well, the police had Just something crime. to do with it, but uh, yeah, it was crime. And they would uh, they would come from the local. There, there's uh, two or three black colleges here in Atlanta. There's uh, Morris <laughs> Brown. D- describe. You give the background on that for anyone who has never heard of Freaknik. 
Oh, Freaknik is uh, all the niggas be coming down to Peachtree Street in Atlanta to be video. But which camp. niggers were doing this? It's college kids. <laughs> it's <laughs> so college. Are you saying the cream of the black crop? Yeah, was yeah. causing problems. The 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 next the rising generation of young African American intellectuals would gather in places like Atlanta or Virginia Beach to do they, what? They, they, uh, Study, a lot of, compare uh, notes on their PhD theses. No, it was urinating in the street. Uh, <laughs> Uh, having public sex, fornication, public yes. fornication, uh, and uh, <laughs> oh my God, they destroy the hotels. Booty. The, 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 well, we'd be we'd be video camming some booty and shit, man. But uh, yeah. they they would go to the hotels, and 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 they and they took like spring break to a whole new level. They're like throwing TVs and beds and shit out of the fucking hotel. These high you know, I'd be on life break, motherfucker. <laughs> They call yeah, whereas, whereas the white kids and you know throw the chair, throw the uh, lawn chairs and shit in the pool, they were actually throwing the shit out the windows. Yeah. And, and, oh yeah, and, and, and here we have hotels that have these large atriums. That, you know, and, and right, right. Through, you know, people are in danger. You look at where you throw the fucking TV <laughs> out of your room over the balcony inside the hotel, and they yes. cause so much damage in the uh, the urinating and the defecating and the fornicating. They'd be and, fertilizing and, and shit with their minds <laughs> and the assholes. And, and so, you know, God forbid you got caught down in there and didn't know it was Freaknik Week and you got stuck down on Peachtree Street. You couldn't get out. It was traffic. Well, shit, down. I mean, you, you, they try to, yeah, I mean, we talked, I think we talked about this last time or something like that, but, um, we, they, they try to, like, justify that with, like, the white the white kids on spring break or yeah. try to compare it, too. But it's not the same because the white kids are in a hotel in a resort area, which is designed and set up. Where or they're on the beach, you know. Or the, Yeah, or they're on the beach, or which is, you know, generally the beach is probably still around a resort town or some place where, I mean, it's designed and set up for partying and shit like that, whereas these niggers... They, they they turn the fucking streets into a parking lot and then just start going ape shit. And, yeah, and, and yeah, you're right. Right in the middle of the city. I mean, it's not, it's and, not, and they, it's they not just trying. a party. It's a fucking mayhem. And, and <laughs> yeah, they, they, they also they they catch white girls sometimes and just rip their tops off and, yeah. and rip them until they're completely naked. They're just fucking animals. Well, we gotta understand happened? this. And it doesn't matter where in the world you find them. Niggers are niggers are niggers are niggers. In fact, someone just let me, let me just throw this in here and then then you guys get back to, to yeah, the freak ahead. Nick. But uh. You know, what, you, you guess where this happened, all right? And I'm going to surprise you. A woman in her 30s was attacked early morning, early Monday morning by a man wielding a knife as she headed for a car in, her, in the parking garage in Mm-mm-mm District. It's the latest in a series of attacks against women in Mm-mm-mm in recent months. Three attempted rapes were reported last week, and the police and volunteers had mounted an extra patrols. Now, now guess where this took place. I'm, so, I'm going to say somewhere in Wyoming, maybe. No, it's it's, it's uh, wrong continent. Her assailant was described as a man of African descent, around 180 meters tall. No, wrong direction. <laughs> Come on, uh, uh, Sweden. Uh, uh, ah, close but not quite. New York. No. Uh, Denmark. Not near Sweden. No. <laughs> Detroit. Britain. Britain. No. Nor- uh, L- Norway. Norway. Nor- Norway. Nor- Norway. Nor- Norway. Yeah. yeah. Norway. <laughs> Norway. Yeah. Oslo, Norway. <laughs> We no. got women and, and we got gang rapes being reported in Oslo, Norway. God so man. you know, Europe, oh, America. Actually, Europe, there's no. been quite a number from there. Nobody, yeah, there sure nobody ever been. talks about the uh, the great achievements of the blacks, and they they've done a few things for us, and and they've done you know, like the public gang rape. Oh no, dude, dude! I was watching TV, and they've got a new like. L- listen to this ad, Cisco ad, right? 
show me something cool, Jamal. So it's Jamal, Jamal starts breaking and popping, and then they show little scenes from everywhere around the world. And like Buddhist monks, are, are, <laughs> and, and everybody in the world is gathering to watch on their cell phone this little nigger oh doing his break. Oh, I've seen that and shit, it, too. it ends with a little white kid who looks kind of intimidated, but also kind of awed by, wow, the new <laughs> yeah. is so multi-talented. Show me I could cool. ever dream of rising. He looks like a budding young homosexual. Yeah, and he's deliberately yeah. to this little wuss who's looking up to this black guy. What effect do you think that has on women? This is directly aimed at our balls. Uh, the fucking advertising is just ridiculous. If you look, if you look at the advertising agencies, it's like something like the top forty advertising agencies are fucking all Jew-owned companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jew, Jews are, are just fill up advertising and just look at your commercials and tell me that it's not true. I don't even need to give you name. Do I really need to give you names and not and, even and, because it's the it, same as the media? It's yeah, exactly. Just look at it. Just look at. Just look at what what's in your average. Uh, there's a common theme. It's either the smart nigger or the stupid white guy, and and or the you know the, the smart nigger or guy, yeah. the, 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 the doofy, forty year old white guy. Kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like the McDonald's commercial I just saw tonight. Yeah. You know, um, the the stupid white guy is trying to dig through the side of his wall in his cubicle. And, it, like like he's escaping prison or something, and, it, and he's like, hey, I'm I'm breaking out, and the nigger's like, What are you doing? I'm I'm breaking out, man. <laughs> and the nigger's like, Oh, somebody just missed snack time. <laughs> Takes a bite of a fucking chicken wrap or something. It's like, it's like fucking, give me a break, man. Yeah, they, and they're, like, so, <laughs> they're so hypocritical too. There's another one where there's it's some the cell phone, and there's five competitors, and one is the is they're all white. Four yeah, of them yeah, are nerds, yeah. and all the nerds are white. Yeah. So yeah. no no diversity when there's something. Or, or or the other one is the great the bank the fucking bank ad with the nigger. Who we wrote uh, yeah I wrote about that. Oh one. my right? fucking god man what a goddamn that's just I, I want them all to have just hook nose I want them to be all just hook nose Jews but they're all like gray haired white guys and the nigger's yeah, it's like a, it's a young cool black guy yeah yeah new, man he's blacks be revolutionizing <laughs> banking institutions they be all customer shit. friendly because nothing says customer <laughs> service like a young brillo on the way up. Nothing says evil white bankers, and yet nary a Jew to be found among them. Yeah, yeah. Just uh-huh. stereotypical wasp types. In reality, it's the world. It's the teller that's organizing the bank robbery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, well, how, how just goddamn ridiculous is that? I mean, you have a nigger in a bank ad with a, a bank, bunch of yeah. white people... <laughs> It, it's like no, I it's like the racist guy just call the cops. That's my policy. Leslie Nielsen, you Shakespeare in the park, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, just like that, just like that nigger in Detroit that uh, got in a fight with the Arab store owners because he walked in with a face mask on into the party store, and the Arab store owner was like, uh, "Take your face mask off or leave, motherfucker! I'm calling the cops." <laughs> Ever, oh, yeah. uh, you know, interest rates or whatever. And, and when it, in reality, when you go into the bank, <laughs> yeah, you do talk to that black guy. And and he'll talk to you and get your story. And then I go like, well, fuck, I'm gonna have to go get the white girl manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he can't he can't give you change for a fucking fifty. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know how we pull this shit up on a computer and shit, man. I guess we have to hang on one sec, man. And you gotta fucking go behind the desk and help him out, turn his computer on and shit for him. Oh like that. yeah. He yeah. just gets that. He, I, I went into the bank recently and this happened, and, and the black guy was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on, hold on, man. Okay, and he just gets up and a white girl has to sit at his desk and run his little computer for him because he can't yeah, find yeah. the information. Yeah, it's great, man. Uh, They're just so fucking incompetent. And then they put him in commercials and act like, and 
people are dumb enough to fucking believe it, man. And in corporate I mean, America, completely you disregard what you see in your daily life and replace it with what you see on TV. And I don't know if we're dumb enough to uh, believe it or if they're dumb enough to th- try to make us believe it, but it seems like it's fucking working. Every <laughs> everywhere I turn, there's stupid white people who buy this shit. So. And you can, well, like my brother, you can get through to him a little bit if you talk about job performance of blacks. Yeah. And, and then they then they start to listen up. Their ears perk up. And, and like, these and white... And these, yeah. uh, a lot of them are carrying the weight of, of not just blacks, oh but God. Of, of lesbians and anyone that the company is afraid will sue them. Is my company is. has... Uh, they, they have... Uh, they they send out these damn documents. Uh, we we've been taken over by a larger company, and the larger company is really into this uh, diversity. We we uh, diversity is our strength, and 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 they've come out and said that not only are we for blacks and whatever else, and women, we're also for like uh, gay, bisexual, transgender. transgender. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. We, we we were voted the company just just want a good place to work if you're. Transgender. Jesus Christ! Now, how does that work in the in the in the bathrooms at the, at, this, at the place? I, I know there's some like uh, there was some stuff about that a while back. They nobody's they, handled that yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll come up, man. And and they'll and I think they decided that it was that the you know whatever you actually were, whatever gender you actually were, you had to use the regular. You know, you had to use the designated bathroom. For example, if you're a, a sick fucking a male who dresses as a woman you still had to use the male bathroom but and they were all you know the fags were all pissed off about it because you know whatever but come, god for fuck's sake why do we have to deal with shit like this come on mm-hmm. this is it's, it's this a is shit we have full on cult you know you know i get it this, is. Uh, i get this i think someone spammed me whatever with diversity inc it's some kind of company i believe set up by white guys but it's totally oh we're going to make our business better with through diversity and they have a bunch of garbage on there the guy said straight up this is this is the you know Either you be, believe in quality, or if not, you're a bigot. Yeah, right. You know, in, in racial, no, he's using this. He's saying either you believe in racial equality or you're a bigot. And racial equality is defined not by any kind of opportunity, but it's defined by outcomes. So that anywhere there's a disparity, it's because of white racism, and no other answer need apply. Well, this Absolutely. is deliberately discriminating against you and your race because of its proven superior capacity for work, for knowledge, for civilizational development. I mean, when the fuck is this cult going to be over? Well, we know the answer to that. It will be over when we get rid of the Jews running the country who are the cult leaders. And they are a thousand times as sick as the Jim Jones we heard earlier tonight. Yeah, and a thousand times sicker than the 12 white cannibals you can list, you know, serial killer cannibals you can list uh, off out of, you know, 120 yeah. years of history. Oh, well, look, there'd be all these white people that serial killer, they're cannibals too. Well, yeah, wow, we've yeah. got fucking twelve of them. We, I could I could put twelve thousand in a list if I went to Africa today. So yeah, shut the sure. fuck up. It's, it's a way that, of that Monrovia video where where the where the rebel, you know, they, they were, when they catch somebody, they eat his heart out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's ni- nineteen seventy. That's a like common practice. But they fight over the uffle. It tastes really well, good. Not to well, mention well, the. <laughs> If you season it right, <laughs> but you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't use the, the, the eyes or the ears or anything because we got to put those in our walls to make our business. We need those for our barbershop. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Bar- yeah. How about making yeah. barbershop three with ice cubes? My, my chicken and waffle store needs some eyeballs in the walls. You gonna, wouldn't, wouldn't that make a good 
Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make a good screen prep for that and submit that as an idea. Like the, the I haven't seen the ice cu- the barbershop movies, but barbershop killer three man, it's going downhill. <laughs> they need to revive business. Well, I wonder how many people would chop it up and put it in the walls, man. It'd be picking up. <laughs> the Jewish the Jewish concrete company will. will Skim the uh, mix and uh, the eyeballs Size fall out. Wall. <laughs> I wonder the how many people listening tonight know what we mean what by putting the eyeballs in the wall. I wish I knew which goyfire that was. Yeah, forty six. This was something that happened in South Africa. It shows you the African level of thinking, where they chop up little kids and use their body parts. In this case, they literally physically put them in the walls of a new salon in order to attract business. Yeah, the and eyes not, not seeing new customers and spotting them and encouraging yeah. them to come and, and, in. <laughs> That's how blacks think. It's the same yeah. attitude of let's fuck a baby and cure ourselves of AIDS. Yeah, and, and, and not only not only, it's not just like a, a, a one time thing. They have whole like squads set up investigating the the ritual murder for the advancement of a business. They, had, you know, there was like whole like detective. You're, you're talking about the uh, wait. Are you saying that the police have to detail? Like CSI <laughs> baby killer, CSI yes, Sawido. Yeah, but yeah. how come I've never seen that on my TV screen? Yeah, all we see is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's all white people. Uh, you yeah. know, the, the internet must the, be lying. The evil next door, picket fences. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. The white yeah. man, your neighbor, the white man, your husband is going to kill you because white right. men are evil. When they're not evil, they're goofy. I know because I saw it on TV, and everything on TV is true. They wouldn't put it on TV if it wasn't true. White men are only. Mark Moran met we're only guy. good if 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 like uh, we're the geek squad. White men are good when you need to lift something at work, or you need to fix something, or you need to pay or the you, taxes. You, yeah, you're <laughs> exactly right. They're but they're certainly not good for you know sexual pleasure or uh, you know running a household or being being the being men. No, exactly. They're they're only good for being like wimpy little faggoty geeks who fucking uh, you know run around and. Yeah, there Play was video games. and do stupid shit. A good example of the, the attitude fun of summed up was, was that commercial where there's some guy, watch name like Johnson, and they're all, I guess they had one, it, it seemed like it was a group of people from the same corporation, and they're at one of these retreats where they're probably team building or whatever, and, and they probably did that life raft exercise, what it appeared to be, where you got to decide who gets on and who gets off, and they all agree they want to throw Johnson off. And then one of them gets a cell phone call, and something like, oh, the floor burned and all of our records are destroyed. And then Johnson's like, no, we set up a computer system to save them. Right. And they're all like, oh, that's cool. So you think, oh, for once the white guy's going to be the good guy. And he's like, so I get to go in the lifeboat. And they're like, no. And they kick him off the dock. Right. Probably a lot of people see that. You've got to understand that our job here is not to recite commercials, but to get you to understand the deeper meaning of that. And it really is. White men are good for their paychecks and for supporting their, their family and for supporting the government through their taxes. And beyond that, they are utterly unnecessary and uncool and should be done away with. Oh, yeah. at, at, at work at a corporation, you, I, I'm there to uh, keep keep all the black females, you know, to keep the processing going. Because if I'm not there to explain to them 50 times how to run an Excel spreadsheet and how to convert it to Microsoft Access, it, the whole thing would shut down because the manager doesn't have time to stop and educate the three black females on our team. I've got to be there to, uh, yeah. you know, thank God I got promoted. I'm going to, a, like, a mostly white group here here in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. Smart people. You know, I'm so mm-hmm. tired of uh, educating and re-educating and training. It's like, my God, uh, you know, my, my manager said, well, I really appreciate you training those people. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're, you're welcome. I don't mind doing that, you know. <laughs> I don't mind training animals for a living. It's kind of fun. Yeah, don't tell them I, what I you really think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried that before. She cured me of that problem. <laughs> they cured like, you, huh? She's like, you can't uh, say that uh, women are, like, stupid. And you can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that niggers are whole, stupid. <laughs> they've got a whole list of stuff. You can't say... <laughs> Anything about anything, right? Right. Just, just work hard and 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 do what you're told, and and everything will work out for you. Yeah. Like you start you start uh, commenting on the system. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I look around I'm like, my God, what are we doing with all these white female, all, all these black females here? You could take one white guy and replace four black females, but but they make, I'm sure, close to the amount that we make. But they they're they're not capable of thinking or, or fixing anything or. Or solving a problem, all they can do is just do what you tell them to do. You know, they'll do that. You know, here, here, you do this. They'll do it. They'll remember it. They'll do the same thing next month. But if a yeah. problem pops and, and up, and then we wonder, for, and then we wonder why you know, our our industries like our auto industry are are de- declining, and all <laughs> you know, the top consumer reports has five, the, the top five are foreign companies right. from. Uh, mainly Japan and, uh, you know, uh, mainly <laughs> mainly Japan, right. uh, you know, car companies. And we wonder why. We wonder why. We just, we can't figure it out. Because they don't allow race mixing in their country. They don't yeah, they don't play this, they don't play this bullshit, as the niggas would say. They don't play that shit. You know, they know what's good for business. They know what's good for, <laughs> for their economy. They don't have they, to worry about shit like four black females and having some white guy constantly telling them what to do and doing all the fucking work for them and paying them oh, yeah. what the paying white guy's making. the same thing. And, yeah. and, 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 and my, my, shit. my boss would sit there and laugh about it a little bit, you know, because it's funny how stupid this, this new one that she hired is. I mean, this just as dumb as they come. And 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 we'll, we're all making faces at each other when she's not looking, when, when the employee's not looking. We're like, holy fuck, I can't believe she has that question. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. but but now when you get right down to it, she'll go. Oh well, now she's getting better. She's getting better. She's trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least she's, she's trying. trying. Yeah, right. At least they're trying. <laughs> they're they're trying. They're trying. That doesn't fucking cut it. You know, in Japan, if you're trying, you're fired. Right. You know, you, if you're not doing, you're fired. Here, it's like if you're a nigger and you're trying. Well, hey, hey, hey. You you know you deserve a raise. You're trying so hard. And it, <laughs> That's and the fucking Japan, way business works. In Japan, they promote racial solidarity, and, and they don't tolerate mixing, and they don't do immigration and all those other things, and, and, they, and they profit from it. Yeah, know? well, Japan, Japan's getting kind of, actually, is, is getting away from that, actually. The Jews are starting to infiltrate Japan. From, oh. from a lot of the shit I've seen, Japan is, is going the way of the U.S. in many fashions. So you, you, watch what, you watch what happens with China in the next 20 years. Now there's a fucking country that doesn't doesn't do do any of that, and China's going to be coming out with a car uh, that's going to be like ten thousand dollars, you know, and it's car. Uh, they haven't they haven't even released uh, any. It's coming on it yet, but they're they're going to yeah. be coming oh, yeah. out with it. And I, I've seen it, reports. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, so just watch what happens with China now. There's a country that's truly racially. Uh, just completely homogenous and doesn't take any of that crap. Japan's a little bit. Japan's Japan's pretty good, but I it's just it seems to me just from what I pick up more and more that they're they're getting into uh, some you know U.S. type 
diversity bullshit. But uh, but but for the most part, yeah, the, you can say that about them. They're they're pretty they're pretty damn homogenous. And um, but yeah, did, watch what watch, watch what happens uh, with China. Did you see that thing on the forum about the black guys trying to from Nigeria trying to go to Vietnam? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say something about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. And the the the, the, Vietn- the Vietnamese are like pulling the chairs out from under <laughs> shit because they don't want them to sit down in front of their store, because all they do is fucking commit crime, because they don't want the niggers like wow. you know. Yeah, isn't that surprising? Like I would have thought entering Vietnam would have cleared all that right up. And yeah, they, you, they came there to play, I guess, soccer, but they weren't good enough. I mean, who could believe that? Right. They <laughs> well, they. Uh, and, and here's the thing too. They not only do they suck, and they want to claim all outcomes, just just disparitic outcomes are the result of racism. They uh, they want to ban the word nigger. I mean, New York City Council has tried to ban it. Yeah, I'm going to talk about some of that on Wednesday. So don't Excellent. talk about that too much. No, just <laughs> it's, it's the natural no, part of the minorities yeah. to cover up. You have to ban a fucking word. It's so it's and reality, so and yeah, it's so anti. You know. I don't know if it's the right word, but it's so antithetical to everything that Western civilization is all about. Which is um, free speech. Which is free speech (laughs) and just saying what's true and just just and not not worrying about anything, but as long as it's true, it's 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 right, you know. The understanding that you need that free speech has a lot of unfortunate aspects to it, but there's no other way to deal with problems. When you deny free speech essentially you're saying you can't acknowledge any kind of a problem. Well, in a white world, free speech works. Perfect in line with our ideology, and you know, but that hurts people, and it hurts us listening to this show and us us talking here. It's normal white people are the victims of of those who want to do away with our reality. Say we can't acknowledge in our politics or even our ordinary everyday speech. Fine, you're fine. Five hundred bucks. We're talking for saying nigger. Well, niggers still exist. You know. Yeah. Their bad effects are still felt. Well, it's like the free speech issue is almost moot at this point. You, when you when you've uh, demoralized population to the point where even if you even if you are allowed to hear you know free speech or you can log on to the inter- internet and listen to this show, you you can't you, your mind just simply doesn't work in a fashion which allows you to accept the free you know the speech you're hearing as true or a, a viable. Uh, yeah, option you're, you're of, of, of right. thinking, you know, and, and it's sure, a, was it you who, who mentioned the the woman's reaction to love your race? I mean, the farthest yeah. thing from hate you can literally, or yeah, it's literally the opposite of hate. Definitionally get, <laughs> yeah. and oh my god, and oh, I'm yeah. so horrified. Yeah, so it's like the free speech thing. I mean, th- and that that's the whole point, you know. Who <laughs> the the public? What's the point of free speech at, at this point? You know, it's like yeah. It, there's no point in having it because the minute you start free speech, well, you you might be offending somebody. You're a hater. And then, and then you're a hater. Yeah, exactly. So what's wrong with outlawing oh, that if you're hating? It's, it's and it's totally false. Anything you hear that's, <laughs> that's racist good. is false. Yeah, and we know from stuff like brain sex that you know women are preconditioned to think that anything that's that leads Hate to bad feelings, bad. they they believe that yeah. analysis. Yeah can lead to cutting the bonds that are all important to them. So that Yeah, the, the emotional connections that women have are... Yeah. Well, are you the say something nice, don't say anything at all. Well, the, when that's right. written into law, that's what you have. People outlawing nigger or outlawing what we say and calling it hate. No, it's just factual analysis. We're, well, no more base, hate than we're, we're right in the middle the of the bell curve on hate. We hate things that should be hated, and we love things that should be loved. We're not hate extremists or 
extremists is, is when you cover up stuff like the stuff done to Shannon Christian. Those are the hateful people. And, and there's there's a time when there's a time when you dwell on love and there's a time when you dwell on hate. If this you know, if things weren't as bad as they are, we'd probably be on this show, uh you know, we we probably wouldn't be on this show at all. We'd mm-hmm. be living we our lives. There'd and, be no and, need for it. Yeah, we'd be living our lives in relative peace and and harmony with this world around us and our fellow citizens. But we, we wouldn't need t- concealed carry permits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> not not joking. Many, really. I don't. There's nothing about concealed carry in the Constitution. It says yeah. you have to bear arms, not you have to have 15 so, applications um, and, and fees. Yeah, but I mean, they like to get out and say, "Oh, you guys just use hate." It's now a hate. Well. Uh, it's it, you know you don't talk about anything oh, positive. Yeah, or po- yeah, well, what do you expect? Look at the don't fucking world, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you hate him. Anybody is who's toasting the bagels? <laughs> toasting bagels. That that ought to be outlawed as hate. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awfully it's, much it's, like the. It's Auschwitz like an bagels. oven. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like an oven. Yeah. Auschwitz bagel company. <laughs> That's a good scam website that we should start. To <laughs> it could be a scam. You can yeah, offer them real bagels. Yeah. <laughs> buy them from like a buy Jew bakery. <laughs> so, Grandma's Auschwitz Bagel Company. Yeah. <laughs> free, t- free temporary tattoo with every purchase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a good Photoshop, actually. Oh, Photoshop. Uh, deal. Someone could get a bag of bagels and change the label on it. Have and price then have drink like Purim. These oh, bagels God, are I hate that. People, it? sometimes a lot of people are going, oh, your name's Lender like the bagels. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, I say as witheringly as I can. No, not like that at all. <laughs> like, the, like the guy with the swastika. <laughs> that you hurt me. <laughs> Cut me to the quick. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, yeah, that, that guy that was, uh, Supposedly robbing Einstein bagels with a swastika on his neck. Oh no! Remember that? That's one? called style, my friend. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking okay. joke that is! Straight oh, out of the well, mind of a it'd Jew. It'd be funny if you did it with a Nixon mask. <laughs> Nixon masks are just the funniest masks of all, I think. <laughs> was that a made-up story? Was that real? <laughs> no, that's real. Oh. That happened. <laughs> yeah, that's that awesome. was in Breakpoint too, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, that that uh, Einstein bagels thing was real. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, at least that's what the, the you know Jew store owner said. This is the person that robbed it? Yeah, that's great. He had I'm swastikas sure. all over his body. His hair was a mohawk, a swastika mohawk, and just swastikas everywhere. <laughs> oh man! It, the uh, <laughs> oh, someone sent me a link here. What is it? Nigga hosting? No kidding. N i g g a hosting. It's got a. Uh, like a they host advertisement from Blacks on Blondes. I guess it's <laughs> nigga hosting where the nigger comes first. <laughs> oh, oh I think it's a real thing. I'm just kind of looking through it. Is that Hold the, on, is that the right company here. that hosts nigga space? Uh, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at this. You know, Hibernian's been sending me funny comments all night, and I haven't gotten to all of them, but he just said, Arbite Mock Delicious. As the slogan for the bagels, yeah. <laughs> and he said he he received a, earlier about a comment. He said he received a twenty dollar bill in Walmart that had goyfire dot com written on the margin in red ink. Nice. Who said that? Hibernian said that. Wow, not bad. So, don't it's technically illegal to yeah. Uh, don't do that. It is. Don't. It's not illegal to inflate it though. <laughs> 
That's perfectly legitimate. Yeah, or or collect ridiculous amounts of interest on it. So. Uh, yeah, is, is your dollar worth ten Keep cents? <laughs> Alex, would you trust your forum to nigga hosting? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, dear BNN Broadcasting. Uh, we have not been able to receive your we payment. We talk a lot about niggas, though. you got to admit that. Maybe we qualify for a discount or something. Yeah. Oh, man, this place is nasty. Online porn Yeah, they got a porn ad on it for uh, the blacks on blondes, and they've got oh. the, uh, a shot of the blonde, like, clenched in, like, a typical rape-type pose from interracial porn. Oh, no, this shit's not real. You can't even, the login thing doesn't even work. I don't think it's real. I thought it was real. Look it at, looks uh, real, but, like, go to the like oh, the, the login, login thing. Oh, like I see. Log- so they've dummied, they've dummied it up to that extent. Yeah. Uh, chronic, chronic is a bitch to sell. Cops always be busting a nigga up. How the fuck are you supposed oh, to yeah, get them spinners? Well, at niggahosting.com, we have free hosting <laughs> for all the herb dealers. You got herbs. Want to sell that shit without the cops jumping on your ass? Give us a try. <laughs> I don't God. know who's behind that site, but it's... Uh, Probably some fucking idiot from uh, 7chan or something. Whatever the fuck that shit is. I bet their, I bet their support line chan sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who this be is? Nigga hosting.com. Can I help you? <laughs> who this is? Let's see. Let me... What, what yeah. you see there, hey, I want to make one point on that Walter Reed thing where I guess the uh, some of the vets with bad mm-hmm. injuries are being uh, <laughs> warehoused. And just how they always try to channel things in the safe direction. They try to channel it into blaming the private contractors, just like they try to channel the Jones thing away from multiculturalism and into the, oh, yeah, oh, it's those evil uh, fundamentalist Christians. And the uh, the NSM guy, Bill White, you know, he said there's always a Gentile front man. They, they fire the white general and, and yeah. say it's all his fault. And just Wait. like they did in the war, right? They fired, well, he wasn't an Aryan, but they fired, who was it, Shinseki? Yeah. Or is he was he is he white or is he's he Jap. Japanese or something? Yeah, and he said you going to need you know several hundred thousand. <laughs> he was right too. He ran his ass out for essentially being right. It's dangerous to be right when Jews are in charge, which is a twist on that. It's dangerous to be right when the government is wrong. I think it's a Voltaire saying. Now we also have a comment here coming from Cowboy Zeke, Auschwitz Bagel Company, uh, <coughs> a six million served. <laughs> 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 Most of them burnt. <laughs> Eleven million, if you don't count, if you count them all, <laughs> including everyone, the Jews. Thirteen million, else. including the seven yeah. million non—not really fully human, but you know, yes. sometimes we like to throw them in there. You know, we're getting to make it sound better. We're getting lots of yucks and and grins tonight, but I'm going to have to actually shut the show down here in a few minutes. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm wearing down, and uh, okay. I, I think I'm okay. I mean, I just, I'm just wearing down. And uh, so, but uh, not a problem. If you can guys uh, see here, well, we'll be back on Wednesday, right? Yeah, but uh, you guys, yeah. we, we got we got nine more minutes, and if you got anything, I mean, if there's anything to say, one thing, I got one thing I want to read. This is an email. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That, that my company sends out that this periodic got. It's like once. Now, a now week be careful here with this stuff, uh, Kai Carter. Right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to mention my company name. Okay. All right. <laughs> Don't give away any details or anything. Oh no, hell in no. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they sent out this this weekly uh, email, r- roughly, and uh, and and it always has a certain theme to it. It's like uh, you know, diversity is our strength, or whatever. And this time, it's uh, it's 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 women need to get more into the uh, technical jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So it says there's no argument that women have benefited from wider career choices in the past few decades, but despite representing a majority of college students, women only make up 10% of U.S. engineers. To highlight the increased opportunities for women in the field of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, <laughs> this goes on and on. They're going to host some kind of conference and... Uh, <laughs> Girls of all ages can hear key engineering and technology speakers from a variety of technology and engineering backgrounds and careers speak in 30-minute increments about numerous topics. And uh, just goes on and on. And, and, and the problem is, <laughs> I would guess that, that you know, when I was in college, you know, the majority of women are not interested in that kind of thing. Hell no, they're not. They're not good at it. They don't like it. They hate it. And Women are not interested in things. They're interested in people, and that starts from birth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing technical. Technical pisses them off. Don't talk to me about technical stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't talk <laughs> about logic or rationality. That well, they, don't, they, you know, they find these computer development comes from men who will, as babies, they'll sit there and redo electrical stuff or mess with stuff and take it apart and figure out how it fits together with computers. They'll sit there for hours and hours on end. Women don't want to do that because of the way that the hormones sex their brain. They want to deal with people. Even little baby girls are more responsive to people than to objects. And boys can look equally well at like a balloon or some kind of object over their crib versus a person, whereas the girls can make out human voices earlier, and they want to interact with people. That's just how women are. They're kind of emotional scanners and connected material. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's only this denial that, oh, there's a just, it's just like we said about the niggers. There's a disparity in numbers. of. It's not a disparity. It's a no, communist. It's nothing that someone caused. It's just people doing what they want to damn do. Yeah, that's not better or worse. It's just different. And and, and, and the these Jews are, why are the same people who say don't be judgmental? Why are they always judging natural results? You know, a dog licks his balls because it can. I mean, guys go into engineering because that's what interests them and that's what they do. Women go into people or nursing or teaching. That's what they do. I mean, yeah. there's nothing abnormal, weird, or necessary to correct about it yeah, unless you're a damn barrier-breaking Jew. Yeah, and the Jews in the universities have 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 I you know created right this feminism, this whole feminism deal where they pit the genders. Especially, it works especially well in white people and white women to pit the gender, uh, the female gender, or uh, sex, oh yeah, they, as they you call it against the men. And the minute you say something like, "Well, women are just generally aren't as good at," oh, you're attacking me. You're attacking me as a as a female. You're attacking me. Yes. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just telling you what females are good at. I'm, I'm just I'm just explaining that there's differences. Oh no, well, I can't. I mean, I get the shit from my girlfriend, and and it's like, I, I'm not I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's like you know, and she knows damn well. Oh, they they know, right they all know it. damn well but, that, yeah. that the guys are better at it, but they just can't stand it that you mention it because yeah, they've exactly. already been brainwashed. Because it's a it's a big fight between us and them, and it's the Jews that have created this situation. We right. didn't have this problem fifty years ago. The woman's place, she knew it. The man's place, he knew it. And and it well, was and there's it still room for exceptions. That's well, yeah, of course there. Of course there's there a is. one in a million woman who wants to do that. Let them do it. And men yeah. don't care. Men of help course, them. Of Whenever you there find is. a female engineer, you find some man behind her who right. helped her develop when she was a kid and recognized she has talent. That's how men are. They tend to look at things objectively. And of course, there's always that one girl in the physics class. You know, in the mm -hmm. college phys physics class. You know, there's a you know, there's a fifteen. Uh, 15 boys and there's that one weird geeky girl and that's that's what they say at the higher yeah at the higher ends of math it's basically about 13 to 1 male over female so that's why all your accomplishments are going to come from males uh, pretty I made much the, exclusively 
I made the mistake of mentioning that uh, women were a little careless in handling data. <laughs> it worked. <huh? laughs> yeah. You know, I said, you know, the the men are just a little bit more careful. They they care about it a little bit more. They want it to be perfect. The the, the women just kind of like, fuck it. I want to go home. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm sending the file out. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I won't make that mistake again. But uh, did you get reprimanded and have a letter put in your did file? You get a, did you get almost? Written Damn close. We're not really friendly to that attitude here. I got days. one of the nastiest looks I've ever received. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of them, women are very sneaky also very often. Or the lower, lower quality women are very sneaky and they will, they'll smile to your face, but they'll, uh, you know, they'll go say something to the boss. Right. And uh, my, it, I was only lucky in the fact that uh, I've provided so much benefit for them that... Uh, that they've actually rewarded me, and uh, as long as I keep my mouth shut, then everything's cool. Yeah, yeah. not only not only is it work performance, but just look at the way women interact in their own circles with their friends. I mean, when it's men, if you get if you get mad at your friend, you know, you, you have a you know you box it out or whatever, or you you know wrestle wrestle around for a while, and then your buddies afterwards again. But women just are nonstop and. You know, they never forget. If, if you, yeah, and if you look at, at like a yeah. group of women that are friends, I mean, once yeah. one of them singled out within the group of women, you, you, she's never gonna be. And it, well, it's 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 extremely a lot more political and like, you know, backstabby and gossipy and yes. in between women and groups of women that are well, even even friends. So transfer that into the workplace, and you just gotta. Uh, the problem is they're in competition for good men, and there's about one good man out of every hundred. Yeah. It's right. basically by it's not, that's my personal opinion, but uh, yeah, I've heard that even from women who are somewhat feminist. Like, man, you just can't get any committee full of women; it just always breaks yeah. down amid personal uh, yeah. backbiting and bickering. Always, yeah. Yeah. and they've they've done studies that have showed both women and men prefer to work for men. Yeah, I was in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I yeah. worked for oh, women yeah. and had no problem with it. It, it was fine, but uh, they they definitely. Uh, on average, it's, it's I, a question I, I, average. Listen, I wouldn't want to have to manage a bunch of women. If I, I, could, I mean, I can work fine with them if for for the most part. But if I had to manage them, I, I would not want it because I know people that do, and it's not fun for them. Well, they're well. going to be bringing you all their personal problems. Oh yeah, I don't like, just, you know. Yeah, it's just Debbie, it's, she's just not doing what you and they and they they're going to try to manipulate you into dealing with their oh, problems. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, I, w- I had a uh, cut my head off. <laughs> I had a, philo- a philosophy <laughs> class um, a couple semesters ago, and the the philosophy professor was kind of like talking about you know talking about you know new stuff like they always do, new ways of thinking, and he was like, uh, yeah, well you know we we never really had women controlling society, so you know what would happen uh. if we we gave them uh you know who, who knows it might it might work out, and this one kid raised his hand and he's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen women fight versus men? It's hair pulling, it's biting, it's scratching, it's no holds barred. Do you know? But it, yeah. when you see men fight, there's some code of honor. You know, you don't. Yeah, hit, you don't. No they'll low fight until they get blows. one down. If they're too charged yeah. up, the other guys will drag no, them off. Yeah, yeah no hair, enough, no hair enough. pulling, no eye sh- poking. No, yeah, exactly. But when it's women, it was just kind of funny to me. I was kind of like, hey, that's a good point, man. <laughs> Dude, have yeah. you ever actually met any real women? Yeah, really. You really want but, them uh, running things? Well, anyway, sounds like a uh, good idea. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. You want to, you want women running things? God, man. 
uh, you know, yeah, and everybody yeah. in the class just kind of like laughed and was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was looking around going, okay, yeah. Like, People that's know that. Work. They know all that shit's true. That's why, you know, oh, absolutely. little jokes like that are little, like, snickers. That's why ridicule is such a good way to destroy anything, really, but semitical correctness in particular. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to take off, so uh, good. Jeff shut down the show Yeah, that's here. cool. Let's shut down the show. Yeah, Jeff, man, get uh, better. Take oh, yeah. some vitamins. Yeah, I'm, I look forward uh, to Wednesday too. And yeah, okay, yeah. Thanks for hosting this, Jeff. It's it's been a real pleasure to to come on and talk and to listen to you and the stuff you prepared in the first hour. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I've never heard those fun. clips from Jim Jones before. Some yeah, the stuff. death tape. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get this uh, archive up real soon. Someone was uh, someone was you know remarking the archives I, weren't up, but I've one, heard that too. But. One of the shows, only one of them. One of them, I'm I'm saving uh, for uh, for uh, uh, you know, like when I'm for. Uh, Monday night, I'm not around, but um, uh, we'll, Theseus should be posting his very soon, and I'll have I may have this one up tonight, maybe if not tomorrow morning, and uh, and now the rest of the sh- rest of the night I'll be running uh, the Blues Without Niggers uh, 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 playlist, so we'll we'll have that running. So don't uh, hang up. Uh, you get to listen to some uh, Deep Purple and. Uh, Led Zeppelin and some other groups. So, thirty days in the hole. Yeah, humble pie, and uh, and so on. So, uh, we'll uh, we'll roll with that. Okay. All right. We'll reconvene Wednesday then, huh? All right. Yeah. Wednesday. White man at uh, seven Eastern, right? Yep. Same Jew free channel. Same Jew free time. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, is your is your sign off? Stay white. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice sign off. Stay white, stay proud to be white. Okay, on that on that note we'll uh we'll call it in tonight, folks. Good night. Night, Jeff. Night. Free Talk Live is a production of Vanguard News Network Broadcasting.